Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. We've entered the early stages of an industrial age that has begun taming the wilderness across the world. And while progress brings solutions, it also brings new and more complex problems, and tends to pick at old wounds left unhealed. The first trains have begun to run in the north along with airships, but the long-ignored issues of stolen land, pollution, and deforestation have begun to fester, to name only a few. But our focus and our second story is on one small group of new allies and their own struggles and battles against a changing, dangerous world. Our particular window in time falls 500 years after the Calamity and the Great Shattering of Harris. With any luck, this story will resonate across time like the last. Christmas Fortune Mayor, a dodgy charlatan formerly of the Jade Street Crows gang, but he doesn't remember that part of his life. With a five-year memory gap and having only recently rediscovered friends he'd forgotten, Christmas is suddenly on a dangerous path left by his former self. Thankfully, he's a master of charm, theatrics, and disguise, and when those don't work, he has found family that, whether he remembers them or not, will fight to the last beside him. Magda Renly, a professional mercenary and member of the revered title clan of Monster Hunters. With a wasting curse weighing on her shoulders that can't be dismissed by normal means, Magda has been left to search for an unconventional cure. Now, she's found herself with a group of allies she didn't ask for, and friends whose love she doesn't understand. Years of dealing with regret, ill health, and distrust have left her slow to ask for help. Noah Barago, a cheery alchemist from Reese's Ridge and son of a well-known engineer and apothecarist. Noah's upbringing was colorful, to say the least, leading to his expertise in potions and mechanical contraptions. He's out in the world to find new ideas and support the family business. But now, he's stumbled into a pile of issues that most rich kids from the suburbs just don't deal with. But in his own words, usually with a gun and a grin leveled at the current problem, don't you worry there, guy, everything's gonna be hunky-dory. Thustrak Wildborn, a wandering warrior from the Nathar clan and student of the runic battle traditions of the giant kin. Raised by folk who believed in the survival of the fittest, but refused to adapt to the modern world, Thustrak left the clan to seek outside knowledge to hopefully bring home one day. He is set on helping his people survive, even if they are stuck in their old ways and don't realize how badly they need his insight. And we're live, everyone. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Hello everybody. Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. I'm your Dungeon Master, Taylor Wallace. And joining me, I have Astrid Knight. Hey, peoples. I have Blake Wolf. Quack, motherfucker. Hell yeah. I have Zach Gale. Hi. Hello. I have Zach Coop. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you watching the podcast, watching the podcast, <laughs> whatever. For those of you listening to the podcast, sucks to be you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I looked away, and so I didn't see he, what uh, he, he really just went. 
he did the Agatha all along. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, did you kill uh, Sparky too? Uh, <laughs> hey, spoilers. Sad Panda. Oh, whatever. Um, all right, kids. Last time, episode 29, Gabriel. Uh, it was touring 22nd still. Gabriel, Gabriel. Singing. Gabriel's coming. Gabriel. <laughs> all I can hear is Ethel Merman. She's like, Gabriel. Okay, Gabriel. that's a great sorry. Uh, last time, you guys, uh, <laughs> please stop. You guys uh, joined Walter Dine. Every, everybody simmer the fuck down. I have a story to tell. Um, I said one thing, okay. Shush. Uh, last time, turn 22nd still. Uh, you guys joined Walter Dine in his magnificent mansion. You guys are still at the Garage Manor, however. Um, getting into his magical manner, uh, you guys uh, got a chance to look around a little bit, found that he has uh, a portrait of Silas and Marin in his home. Uh, you guys enjoyed uh, some cake, thanks to Noah, that had some interesting uh, decorations. Um, and uh, after a while, you all split off to talk to different people, to work on some projects. Uh, the majority of the, I, mostly the second half, uh, was Magda and Walter talking, soon joined by the rest of the crew, uh, where you guys just kept digging and poking and asking questions, and you caused him to have a major existential identity crisis as you guys started pulling together details to prove that he is not actually Walter Brents. He is most likely the lost Gabriel Moore, the nephew to the Queen of Moore's Rest. Um, let's see. You learned a little bit more about uh, Amelia. You learned a little bit more about uh, Walter's time with Tristan where Tristan was basically his older brother looking after him in Constanos. You revealed to Walter that Tristan murdered his mentor and got him into Mathon College. Um, and uh, in between all that, uh, Magda tried, and we don't know how effective it was. Uh, that's it, just Magda tried. <laughs> Magda tried yeah, to that's... convince Walter that the way he was going about trying to get Amelia back was not the right one. In fact, you suggested to him that if he stopped what he was doing and tried to help instead, maybe somebody would be incentivized to help him without expecting anything. Um, but uh, basically his answer to you the whole time was, it's not about me, it's about Amelia. Um... But uh, eventually the rest of you joined in because uh, Christmas, like I said, revealed that uh, Tristan had killed his mentor. Um, you guys also came to the realization that Anton Kepler might still be alive because Nathan never told you he died. Um, what else? Anything else important and or interesting? I did give you guys the more family tree. Or at least the uh, the uh, the tree around Silas Veneer's time. Uh, but anyway, at the end, uh, you guys decided to give Walter a breather and go to bed. Uh, so you each went to your guest rooms within Dine Manor. 
It is now the morning of Turin the 23rd, 501 E1AC, two days to the new year. You guys are still in Port Saras uh, at Courage Manor. And uh, yeah. Actually, I had about seven things that I wanted to do uh, sure. before going to bed. Sure. Um, so can I do that? And then can we not yep. advance to the next day for at least two more sessions? No. Only for four <laughs> points of exhaustion. <laughs> what do you need to do? You do also have like part of the morning as well, because Walter told you guys, if you go to Constantinus first thing, you're going to arrive there when it's like 2 a.m. What do you want to do, Christmas? Um, I will. Uh, well, since we're starting with me, uh, I'm gonna just go find everyone, sort of like individually, mm-hmm. and I will. Um, I'll give Magda, Jasper, Gwyn, and Fustrock all ten gold. Not Noah, because he's fucking rich. Uh, um, Boostruck has twice as much money as me. I'm aware. That is true, yeah. Uh, but I will go to all of them and give them all ten gold. Uh, and I do not look anything like myself anymore. Um, this morning, you see uh, a man who has completed... it. Because remember, uh, during that entire conversation with Walter, I had a fake beard on that did not match the rest yeah. of my hair. So just, you yeah. know... For when this does become an animated series or live action show someday, just sure, that detail yeah. is very important. Uh, no, the, <laughs> the disguise is complete. Uh, he has uh, put in contacts to make it so his eyes are gray. Uh, he looks a little bit aged, like probably later 30s, early 40s at this point. Hair is uh, sort of just a light uh, brown, but it's getting kind of like ashy gray in some places. And he's full beard mustache that kind of like curls a little bit at the end as well Mm -hmm. and then he's wearing this very nice just like black and tan uh like suit that just is it's nice it's nice but anyway uh i'll go find everyone give them the the 10 gold uh and just say all right everyone uh we got a little bit of time this morning go buy yourself some nice clothes try to look somewhere along the lines what Noah dresses like most of the time. Uh, don't buy things you would normally buy. Magda, don't buy black, please. No. I've been we- I'm wearing a white shirt. <laughs> Does that not count? That counts. Anyway, yeah, just, just go do that so that we don't <laughs> look too obviously like ourselves. Also, Magda, um, I styled this wig for you that you were wearing before. Uh, and I'll hand you the the wig uh, that you right. had been wearing before. Put it on, like... The, because of how it is, it's not, like, shaved sides or anything like that, but I do have it so it's in sort of, like, like a, a high pony... It's like if Bo didn't shave the sides of, of her head. Hey, guys. It's me, Tracy. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Oh my god, the water's just so nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, anybody else want to do anything before you leave the Magnificent Mansion? Um, 
I mean, do we have the opportunity to go and buy those clothes yeah. now before we leave? Yep, okay. Yep. You've got so, you've got until basically Walter's told you that um you guys are waking up in like late morning and he's told mm-hmm. you that you'll probably leave afternoon because you're gonna be jumping back about six hours. Okay. Um Oof, you're going so, from Seeger time to Constanos time. Because I now so have I, a time zone. I do have a couple of things that I want to take care of uh, in terms of that. Mm-hmm. So first, uh, Fustrock would want to ask Noah if he would cast Identify on his um, Phoenix tattoo. Um, mm-hmm. Because normally it glows purple, and after he did like the meditation thing, it glowed indigo. Uh, mm-hmm. which is it, it a... went from like a red, reddish purple to a more bluish side. Yeah, so I'm wondering like what that did to it, and identify is the best way that he knows how to figure that out. From okay. what I know, and then about he would fire, go shopping. It means that it's hotter now. Huh. I would. I'll ritually mm. cast identify because I'm not using any spell slots. You are. You are using my logic, Coop. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I, I imagine that while you guys are, like, eating breakfast, which, by the way, is awesome. Like, anything you can ask for is available to you. Um, let me let me, let me me backpedal just a little bit and set this little scene for you. So, you woke up sort of later morning. You were able to sleep in a while. Um, you haven't seen Walter yet, but he's around here somewhere. Um, you guys went to the dining room and these sort of phantoms that look after the place, uh, have brought you guys, uh, all kinds of food and anything you want, they'll bring it to you. But you find the table set with, uh, food that would be familiar to each of you. So, Fustrock, you would find things that are like known in Garrett Aldathos, in southern Garrett Aldathos, which would be a lot of root vegetables. Um, some... Uh, some, like, specialties and delicacies of the area. Magda, you would recognize food that's known in Amnoble and kind of similar thing, but northern. Uh, Christmas... Does Walter know where you're from? Have you told him? Uh, like, originally, or... Does he know what continent you're from? Nope. Okay. So then you would probably find Constanian fair because he thinks that's where you're from. Sweet. Uh, and then Noah, you would find a lot of stuff that is uh, known in Harris, which would be kind of like Minnesota, Michigan fair. A lot of, lot cool. of hot dishes. It's just potato salad and casserole. Just casseroles, <laughs> yeah. But also there's a lot of sweets on the table. There's a lot of different kinds of bread. Um, mm. And uh, yeah. At least I can eat bread in a make-believe world. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right though. Um but yeah, anything you want will be brought to you. Uh there's there's tea, coffee, orange juice, anything you want. Um I heard a ding. Did somebody message me? I sent oh, a, was... I just sent oh, the, the new the artwork. Lionel! For... Yep. I just sent everyone. Lionel. You know it's it's funny. I almost named Leon Lionel. Uh, and um, instead you hello. named him Cyril. Yeah, uh, no shh. People don't know that. Um, that is a nice looking man, though. Um, <laughs> so uh, you guys, it looks you guys like Jake Gyllenhaal. Breakfast. 
Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah. Noah, are you you're identifying the tattoo? Yeah. Okay, one. Who am I meant? Wait, whose tattoo are you identifying? Christmas Who's 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 Oh, he's okay. the only one that you know of that has magical tattoo. Uh, Don't touch my tattoos. Sorry, I have to dig for the uh, thing. Um, Okay, um, this mark, when you identify it, um, the first thing you recognize is that it is primarily divination magic. Mm. Um, you would know that it is, identify will tell you the name of something most of the time. This is literally just referred to as the mark of the phoenix. Um, but, uh, this has divination magic, and you recognize that it actually does have an ability. Um, it will allow the wearer, I guess that's the word, uh, it will allow the wearer to cast Firebolt at will. Oh, just as many times as you want? Yeah, it's cantrip. <laughs> oh yeah, you get a cantrip. Mm-hmm. But it Whoa. still also yeah. absorbs uh, absorbs fire damage, so the wearer is resistant. They're not immune, but resistant. Hmm. But oh, yeah, right. some, uh, all that to foodstraff. There's some divination <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> the on the divination end, you it's a little vague because you've never come across something like this before. You're aware that this mark is allowing something to know where Fustrak is. Hmm. Man, what if Ember got picked up by Tristan, you guys? And this is how he's tracking us. Oh, uh, so speaking of which, uh, Magda is like, oh, by the way... Uh, I got some interesting information from Lieutenant Tom. I know all of us kind of did, but I got a little bit more. Um, so for one thing, well, we all know that Tom got all the information for Tristan and everything like that. Yes. Did Okay, did we establish if, like, we actually did that? What? Like, if we were the ones to give him all that information. Uh, I think I've been trying to hint at the answer for you guys, but I don't think you're getting it. No, you did not tell him. Uh, <laughs> and also, you guys didn't know Tristan's middle name was Anton. Yeah, so that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Somebody else... Here's Here's what I was trying to tell you. Somebody else gave Tom all yeah. this information in your name. Yeah. Oh, I, I, oh. I figured that was it, but then I was like, I couldn't remember if, like, uh, Christmas did that, like, yeah. on the side, and I did, just did didn't the remember. Did the rest of you get a chance to read the letter if Magda's sharing it? I didn't, no. Do you, do you want me to share the letter? 
What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay, so here's here's what Tom's recent letter to Magda. Uh, Miss Renly, I've enclosed a copy of the rallying call for mercenaries to Lindholm and Frosthold. As I'm sure you know, things are getting out of hand down here, especially at the line and in AWAS. As you'll see from the posting, the AMC is sparing no expense in getting as many people here as possible. Oh. That all said, I'm sure you and your team won't be answering. You all seem to have other problems to contend with. I've been in contact with General Sokolov, who in turn learned from Lady Roan that you've all been in contact with the Collective lately. If they're assisting with or have given you tasks, don't worry about what the AMC is doing. I do, however, have some information you all might find interesting. Phoenix sightings have begun popping up around Urus, and according to the AMC office there, a young man was seen cloaked in fire fighting local ruffians, mm. and he boarded a ship headed west to follow the Phoenix over the ocean. I have every reason to suspect that it's young Mr. Ember based on what I remember of him and what all you've told me. I hope this is useful in some way. I also must thank you and your friends for your recent letter confirming the quarry butcher's identity and face. The sketch and name you sent were checked by the Constanos offices, confirmed based on witness testimonies, and have already been distributed uh, across all contact contract offices. I dare say Mr. Kepler can't hide quite so easily anymore, nor can that monstrous dog of his. I've requested a sizable reward for this information, so you will find a letter of credit enclosed. Anyone listed oh. on the letter can redeem it at any contract office. You should be very proud of this contribution, and I've made sure to mark your team's files to aid in future promotion considerations. I've also enclosed an updated copy of the Butcher Bounty for you, and we'll be sending copies to Mr. Barago, Mr. Wildborn, and Mr. Jasper as well. If you have any further questions, require information about the rally call, or can offer any insight <laughs> since you've all been to AWAS, please do reach out. Keep up the good work. It sounds like you're making some interesting connections and forging a reputation. Lieutenant Thomas B. Dane. So you all would have gotten the copies of the Butcher Bounty. Um, the letter of credit is due to Magda Renly, Noah Barago, and or Fustrak Wildborn and Co. in the amount of 500 gold. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Oh, I oh, forgot okay. about that. Um, uh, yeah, so... Obviously, someone did that. My theory is either Tristan himself, which I don't know why he would do that, but it seems like a weird, like, little thing he would do, or Sala. You're, You're muted. muted. I cannot hear you. Okay, so I went down the rabbit hole on this, so I do want to bring this up. <laughs> when we showed up in Port Saris... One of the first things that we did was Noah told Kit about Tristan. Tristan <laughs> summoned the collective, not Tristan, Kit summoned <laughs> the collective. And the next morning, I don't think Kit the would do AMC that. The AMC office already had the bounty updated, suspecting Tristan. But I don't think Kit would do the that. The only people that have a sketch are Jasper, because I asked him to make one based off of Sala's, and Sala. So Does the sketch look like is the Jasper's sketch? sketch? Yeah, is the sketch enclosed? It's, uh, the yes, sketch it is. is on the poster. Um, it, it is, okay, so on the poster in real life, 
it is Sala's sketch because it's the only one I have. I didn't feel like redrawing it. Okay. Um, but the one that you see on the posters is, it's clearly based on Sala's sketch, okay. but it's not hers specifically. Okay. Somebody redrew it. And Does it's it not Jasper's. Like the one? Okay. Yeah. But maybe it isn't Sala then. Maybe it's somebody else who knows Sala. Did he say when he got this information? Nope. Okay. Would it be... Could it be Nathan? No, it wouldn't be Nathan. Maybe it's no one that we know. Maybe it's just somebody else. But then why would they us with it? Well, why would they give us the credit? Right, exactly. I, I, I think that we treat it as a trap. And then yeah. if it's I mean, not yeah. a trap, then, um, well, that's good. But it's a whole lot better to, to treat it like good news and find out it's bad news later. Cool. So before we leave them, I am going to go. Well, I'll, before that, I'm going to say to Foostruck, so yeah, if you need to talk to anyone about your weird little uh, phoenix issue. <laughs> Ember's around down there. Um, I don't know when we're going to get to that, but... He's heading west. Yeah, well, that, I, he's, um, he's going to Constantinos. I mean, yeah. I, uh, I mean, there's I nothing else out west besides Constantinos. There's plenty out west. There's the Round Gate. There's, or, there's Orthala. There's all kinds of things. Yeah, phoenixes are from the Feywild as well. That's true, (laughs) yeah. Well, I I certainly would like to, uh, certainly would like to, uh, to apologize to him should we run across him again. Why do you want to apologize to him? I mean, I'm kind of the reason that he left, is how it feels. I mean, I upset him. He left because he was a self-centered dick. <laughs> <laughs> this guy that I knew for three days. <laughs> well, you, you, you're not. I never met this man, but you're not responsible for the choices that other people make. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. but but my actions did cause him to uh, apparently lose his his bird. Um. So, but uh, he has it an, back. Yeah, it sounds like he's he, uh, doing fine. He he does, but it did upset him, and I, you know, I should oh, apologize for that. That in sounds some like way. a him problem. <laughs> if he was upset by that, whatever. Didn't you already send Man. him a letter? No, Christmas doesn't know that. But uh, I did not send him a letter. I've been trying to track him down. Uh, when we were in Frosthold, I'd asked about him a few times, but just nobody had been coming across him. Gotcha. And then I'm going to go buy clothes. Yeah, oh, I'm going to go to the AMC office and I'm going to cash out that credit, which there's there's five of us, right? Six. Mm-hmm. So we each get 100 gold. No, wait, no, there's six of us. Six of us. Shit. Oh, because of oh, Gwyn. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Although, to be fair, Gwyn wasn't involved in that. What? 
still part of the team. I was going to say, Gwen is like the most involved aside from it probably Christmas. She got kidnapped. She cost me a thunder pony. Oh, man. She two cost me thunder two, ponies. Thunder ponies. two thunder ponies. You yeah. can make more thunder ponies. <laughs> All right, everyone gets... Uh, if there's a decimal, those are silver up. pieces. All right, everyone gets 83 gold and 30... 33 silver? No, that's not It'd right. be three silver pieces. Three silver, yeah. And three copper, and then somebody gets and an three copper. copper. Okay. Repeating decimals. Yeah. There. 83 gold, three silver, three copper. Magda, you have an extra copper. Let's give yourself uh, four Somebody copper. else. Somebody else can have a copper. I don't care. I'll take it. Anyway. We're just going to okay. throw it into the street. No, literally, that's what I'm going to do is you. I'll take the copper and throw it into the street. There, there you go. It's even now. Yeah. So <laughs> you all can get whatever clothes you like. Uh, the Being that Port Saris is the center of trade, you can find almost anything. Um, just give me a rough idea of what you want. I can give you a price point for it. Um... I just want like basic, just basic like Constantian clothing, I guess. Okay. Um, um, and I also want to find uh, some more wind-up toys, mm-hmm. like <laughs> uh, llamas, frogs, pigs, cows, what? chickens, anything. Yeah. Bears, pigs, and uh, chickens and things. It's it's not hard to find toys like that in the um, in the columns market, which is where a lot of enchanters go, but there's also some like inventors there as well. Um, I'll say you can find yourself a uh, a wind-up duck, a little like Ooh. mallard duck. Um, you can probably find, if you want them, you can find three tin soldiers. Mm. But yeah. Do they move? Yeah, they do. Do they like march or what do they? Yeah, do they, they, do? they they march. Okay, why? But other soldiers. than that, other than that, probably nothing suiting what you want necessarily. Gotcha. Okay, can, and then how? Uh, you can get those all for four silver. Does that include the clothing? Uh, with the clothing, being that it's Constanian style, I would say bring it up to a full uh, six silver. Okay. Done. Um, Somebody else. Well, since Christmas gave me this extremely girly wig, uh, I'm gonna buy a dress. Cool. It's entirely it's up to weird. you what you want to do. Do you... What kind? Uh... Skirt. No. Those don't exist yet. <laughs> I was thinking kind of like maybe not like super like I don't want anything with like the bustle and everything like that because that's too much but like I don't know just like a casual like Constanian style thing um do you okay just a casual so, ball gown yeah, yeah. um 
So, do you you probably want something that is like good for moving around? Um, yeah. There's a couple different options. Um, without a bustle, uh, there are all kinds of skirts and whatnot. There are full dresses, more on like the sundress end of like simplicity. Um, there's also uh, more like Edwardian style, like what you'd see in Hello Dolly, but more slim fitted. Um, yeah, let's do that. Let's do okay. like that. Um, um, yeah, those lend themselves well to boots, and they don't really get in the way. Yeah, but yeah, and I'm going to get it. Those. I'm gonna get it in gray. Nice. So mm. that it's not black. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, you managed to find one in uh, in gray that's. Uh, it's got a little bit of decoration around the edges in like white and black. You're just monochrome, basically. Yeah. Yep. I I put it on and I go up to Christmas. And I'm like that happy. That is not what I would have chosen for you, but sure. Whatever. Meanwhile, Gwyn is staring. <laughs> and <laughs> I notice I'm like, oh god, do I look really stupid? Does it look no, ridiculous? You look beautiful sure I don't believe you but whatever mm-hmm. you don't have a choice and she she goes off to find her own thing too now uh, what is I already know what Christmas is going for because you already got it um, what's what's Foostrock going to go for <laughs> so I <laughs> just love how Ben's already laughing Ooh, yeah. it's like um, a Constantian <clears throat> Ooh, yeah brother <laughs> I, I am honestly so tempted to go. I So, obviously, you guys don't see our chats. I'm talking to the viewer. Um, but, yeah, I made a bunch of different versions, including a Macho Man Randy Savage Foostrock. Um, oh, God. And as much as I want to go to, with that, I, I can't. Um, it doesn't fit the backstory that uh, that Christmas designed for, uh, for me. Um so the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go to a barber. Mm. Mm. Um, and I'm going to get a trim. Mm-hmm. A full body uh, trim. What are you going to do for the remaining one hour of the day? So um, right. I, <laughs> They're just going to take dog shears to you? Just... <laughs> um, I'm going to basically like trim up the sides like really, really tight. Uh-huh. Uh, and have the back like slicked back. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the beard, it's gonna get trimmed up, and I'm gonna have like mutton chops. Nice. Uh, and a handlebar mustache. You don't oh, have God. a mustache. Okay. Well, I mean, no, like, we can I make it work. Hair is I have, like, long hair. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if he's all like floofy and stuff. Yeah. What you're, I mean, what you're Worst saying case, is you just glue it back on. You shaved your chin. <laughs> That's basically yeah, what basically. you're doing. Yeah. 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 Um, does he have? Does then, he have like a human chin underneath? There? No, it's bovine. No. It's bovicular. Um, and then I'm going to ask the barber, "What are the odds that you could dye me?" <laughs> Bitch, um, why don't you just use make it pink? I, I don't make know. It pink. I don't know. <laughs> Wait. Does no one know make it pink? Yes, I do. I was yeah. with It's very easy. <laughs> yeah. How long does that last? An hour, but it's a cantrip. No, I just keep it's eight hours. It, yeah. Oh, it's eight hours? Let it's me double check. Hours. Let me double check. That's also well, that case, not, not, 
inconspicuous at all. It's not. It lasts 24 it hours. It isn't. Yes, I will just turn you whatever color you want to be. Yeah. Um, I will go for like a dark gray. Okay. If you go pick like, me up a like fabric a, swatch that has that color, I will do it. Oh, wait. I, I will absolutely do that. That just, will be easy considering my apparel mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm going sorry. for. Make it pink doesn't only make things pink. You can do other oh. colors. No, it. it's a reference yeah. to Sleeping Beauty where they're like, make it pink. No, make, make it, blue. it blue. And they keep changing oh. her dress yeah. color. Uh, so for, for, for mm-hmm. those of you that are that are not familiar with Make It Pink, let me, let me tell you what that lovely cantrip does. Uh, it is a bonus. <laughs> action uh, up to 120 mm-hmm. feet uh, you need an item of the color you want to use it lasts 24 hours anyone can use it as long as they have magic or are taught the spell by somebody who already knows it uh, you point your finger toward a creature you can see within range while carrying an item of the color you wish to use all the targets hair or fur or feathers on their entire body turns the color and visual texture or sheen of the chosen object but retains its original physical uh, retains its original physical texture. Uh, the object chosen for the spell turns opaque and gray until the spell is dismissed or ends. This illusion can stack, but if more than five stack, the hair will turn a mottled mess of the many colors. Any magic caster can learn the spell if taught by another. Mm-hmm. It's literally when they both cast pink and blue at the same time, and it like splatters across yep. the dress. That's what it does. Yep. Wonderful. Perfect. One so, of the best homebrew cantrips I've ever yeah, made. It's great. It will be very easy for me to get a color swatch for that because I'm going suit shopping. Nice. Mm. I see which one you're going for. So um, uh, I'm going to get a white dress shirt uh-huh. and a dark, uh, like a black vest. Uh-huh. And then I would like a light gray pair of like tailored suit pants. Mm-hmm. And then a like a waistcoat with tails. Gotcha. Very constant. Uh, with a purple cravat. Yep. And uh, I will be also getting a monocle and a top hat. Oh my oh gosh! It's like Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you look in the uh, in the recent media in chat, you'll see the one he's going for. Um. But, uh, yeah, all that is pretty easy to find because Constantian fashion is pretty popular. Um, I would say for all of that in your size, I uh, would probably run you, like, four silver for the full ensemble. And okay. it's pretty nice quality as well. I'm just going to give him uh, a... Uh, I'm going to actually give him five gold pieces for the effort. Holy shit. Oh my god, god you're just, absolutely you're, go take a week of PTO. You are yeah, just you are just you guys are just asking to be mugged when you go anywhere with Fustrock. I mean um, being and, mugged um, is my kink, so and then <laughs> I will just have Noah dye me like a dark storm like cloud gray friends. color. Nice. I will do that and then if we have more time to spare, I will begin teaching you how to cast it yourself. I would love that. Yeah, because you can do like the runic stuff now, so I don't see any reason why you couldn't. Um, yeah, Fustrock would be able to. It's going to take more than just like an hour of instruction to learn oh, yeah. it, but you can For learn sure. it over time. Um, 
Magda, for you, I'm going to say two silver for your your clothes. Um, if Noah is going for, did I already give you a price for clothes yeah. on your? Yes, uh-huh. you did. Uh, so then, uh, Gwen is going to go out. Gwen and Jasper are going to go off to find stuff. Um, Jasper, being that he typically wears like form-fitting stuff under the like drape that he has, um, he is going to come back in. He's going to go kind of Constantian as well, uh, minus a, uh, or he's going to get a jacket, but more of like one of those draped, like cloak jackets, if you know what I mean. Um, uh-huh. But uh, like a duster, kind of. Um, he comes back in like this, this like shoulder cape, cloak thing, whatever. Um, but he has a. Uh, he has uh, dark trousers. He has a black shirt. He has a white vest and a white tie with a uh, or no. Let's let's make it a let's make it a pink tie because I like pink on black. Um, but he looks very smart and very cute. Um, mm. Gwen is gonna go the full bow route of having a woman suit. Uh, so when she comes back, she is in. Uh, a dark gray pinstriped uh, sort of form-fitted woman suit. Um, She has, she does still have boots, but they're not like the tall boots. Um, She has a, uh, she's going to have a white vest and she does not have a tie. The uh, like first couple buttons of her shirt are actually undone. Um, And she has her, uh, she has a necklace that she wears. But she looks hot. <laughs> I love so women Mag- in suits. <laughs> That's what Magda's doing. She comes back and she's just like, yeah, yeah. she pulls it off well. <laughs> but uh, and she's also probably going to wear her hair like braided, like almost like a Dutch braid, because she normally keeps it loose. But uh, yeah, you all gather up pay for all your shit. Ha- still haven't seen Walter, but the Magnificent Mansion is still up, which means he's still around. I do want to, once we all reconvene, I do want to get everyone together real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just go through, like, everyone's name, just like point at everyone be like, fake name, fake name, fake name, fake name, fake name. Uh, Chesterfield Beaverton, I got it. <laughs> oh boy. Um... Did I make up my fake name? I feel like yes, I did. you did. You made it stupid. You picked the what last name, Darwin and I gave Bobbitt. you your first name. Yep, Darwin. Oh yeah, Bobbert. Darwin. Hey, Bobbert. I've decided that it's Bobert. Nope, it's Bobert. Uh, <laughs> Bobert. Now Christmas gave me a name. Yep. <laughs> yes, Chester Iron Roar. Yeah. Yeah. Chester Iron Roar. Albert Lagrinson. Johan. Uh, no, Walter. Sebastian Bach. Right uh, Hello. Uh, I, I I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try out mine. Uh, hi, I'm Aurora Bear. <laughs> oh, I don't like Gwen it. Gwen but... starts laughing. <laughs> so, a couple rules while we're in Constantos that'll make this a lot easier for everyone. Hmm. Don't give people your name unless they ask for it. Duh. Don't lie unless you have to. Hmm. <laughs> And don't act too differently from normal. I don't know what you're talking about. 
if you're not practice at this, it's real easy to fuck up. So just don't overthink it. Uh, for the stream, the Hexen names everybody. Jaeger? Hexen Jaeger. Yeah. Oh my god. That's awesome. What, what does Jaeger stand for? Hexen Jaeger Jackson is hunter. Hexen so it's witch is... hunter? Yeah. That's, nice. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. actually pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I love that, that name. I I stole it. They're going to laugh at me, but I stole it from the game Power Wash Simulator. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Hansel and Gretel are hiding out in the woods and they changed their name to Hexen Jaeger. And mm. uh, it, it's it's a joke based on that movie, the the Hansel and Gretel movie where they're witch hunters. But uh, uh, yeah, Hexen Jaeger is a cool ass fucking name. It is. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. So yeah, for for the stream, uh, Magda is Aurora Burke. Uh, Gwen is Linnea Anders' daughter. Noah is Darlin Darwin Bobbert. Darwin Bobbert. <laughs> Fustrock is Chester Ironroar or whatever he accidentally ends up saying. Jasper is Ivar <laughs> uh, Jasper is Ivar Logrinson and Walter is Johan Hexenjaeger. And Christmas is Lionel Pascal. Yes. Lionel Richie. <laughs> Hello. It's me. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you all uh, gather up, get your names down pat, uh, and uh, I assume you gather back up at the uh, at Courage Manor at some point. Um, when you return, uh, you see that uh, Walter is standing outside the villa you guys were in. Um, he has. Uh, not really changed his clothes all that much, but it's mostly because he has a different method of disguising himself, but also you're going to a place where people know him, so sometimes he has to be himself and sometimes he can't be. So, uh, yeah. But also there is Marceline. The she, uh, she and Walter are just chatting away. Um, Does she look like herself? Yes. Okay. You guys didn't discuss look- undercover shit with her. Oh, okay. Wow. And he does look like himself currently. Uh, but you do notice that he is wearing a... Uh, um, it's not like a cowboy hat with like the curled whatever, but it's more similar to a... Uh, oh god, this is just straying further into Silas territory. It's a little more like a, like a gambler or a bolero. Um, hmm. But uh, yeah. They're just chit-chatting away as you guys arrive. I say okay. there, hello. Oh god. Oh, god. Oh, god. oh god. I am Chester. Yeah, they both turn and look at you. <laughs> Chester and, fried chicken. Here I am. And uh, Marceline kind of <laughs> Marceline kind of tilts her head in confusion because she thinks she knows you by a different name. And uh Walter He's a totally just, different color. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Oh yeah, no, she wouldn't. She probably wouldn't realize who he is. Um, she would recognize the rest of you, but um, yeah, she just kind of like, what the fuck? What was rule number one? We know them. I can, I can talk to them. I'm trying it out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Noah like walks up to Marceline. He's like, Doctor Darwin Bobbert, how no, are you? No. Oh god. <laughs> 
Alright. It's going off the rails. We're, we don't uh, need them. <laughs> Alright. We are not going to Constanos. Uh, that is. Hey, my name's Aurora. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> ah. yeah. I'm surprised it's not Aurora Bird. I thought it was bird. <laughs> no, the the aurora no, is related to the bird, and then no, I know. But if it was name. aurora bird, it'd just be like bird bird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Walter looks at you all. He's like, "Oh God, is this really your plan?" This is step one. <laughs> oh, I feel like when a plan is. Nose diving on step one. Maybe you should come up with another one, but whatever. I'm a calamitologist. That's called a historian. Yep. <laughs> calamitologist. <laughs> well, nice. where are you going to bring us in Constanos? Where is it that you're going to? Uh, well, being that uh, Mr. Island needs to go to Mr. Veneer, uh, I will be taking us to the Veneer Arms main workshop. Right. Well, just dropping right on in, aren't we? Does anyone have any pressing needs to go talk to Leon Veneer? Because otherwise, we're going to need to head to the Pyrevale Temple. I mean, it would be nice to talk to him about, you know, all the shit that we just talked about last night, but that might take a little bit longer than we probably want. I also think it's very well, important, since we're going to Constantinos, that we find a place that is safe for at least a couple of days for us to, you know. Isn't the well, plan, well, hold on, isn't the plan like to get in and get out really quickly though? Kind of like mm -hmm. what we did with Quinn. Get out of life. Um, yes, but this is a city, not a train, and we cannot just show up and run around Helter Skelter until you know, things work out for us. If we are planning a rescue mission, we need to set up a base of operations. Also, just... maybe maybe we shouldn't tell Leon anything that uh, Walter isn't comfortable with him knowing. Or speak about that in front of other people who weren't privy to last night's conversation. He's literally... Yeah, Marceline is staring at you guys like, <laughs> what? What is happening? Don't worry about it. Uh, uh, Walter looks at her and says, we discussed some other issues outside of Mr. Veneer's uh, circle. And she nods and says, oh, okay. Um... Well, uh, you all are absolutely welcome to spend some time around the workshop and talk to Leon. I mean, I'm one of the executives, so you're my guests when we get there. Uh, and uh, if you need anything from Veneer Arms, I can probably set you up as well. Appreciate the offer. We just, we don't want to needlessly endanger you right I, when we show up. I, I understand. Um, I do want to say just be careful when you're there. There's a lot of security. Don't go touching things. Uh, please. I look at Boostruck. I look at Noah. Yeah. <laughs> <Two. laughs> Both of them. I would never. I, I look at Noah and just go, 
by our powers combined, we can just apparently blow up a factory. Mm. I mean, I know Please I could. Don't. <laughs> I don't um, plan to. I'm just the the idea is discretion. <laughs> Wait, do you guys make little toys that shoot? We don't make toys. You don't make any like mini guns, like real small guns. Like we don't guns. make toys. Yeah, but you don't make like regular guns, but like real small. No, that's more of okay. a special. That's like an extra specialty thing. Mm. Okay. All right. So we make. No, never mind. All right. So we get there, and I think, as much as I love thinking about the idea of talking to Leon Veneer right now, I think our first step needs to be to go to Kapaiavale Temple, find Armin and Sonarine, and figure out how we're going to be safe for at least the first few hours while we're there. Plan? I mean, if you're all worried about safety, Leon's the person to talk to in Constanos. He does have all the guns. Well, other than that, there's there's a lot of different measures that he takes to keep the workshop, the offices, everything safe. And, I mean, if all else fails, if you guys need a safe place to stay, like, Leon lives in Constanos. I mean, Armin can too, don't get me wrong, but... If we're gonna go there anyway, we might as well. He's um, he's also a lot friendlier outside of Fort Saris. I promise. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's just very serious. Did I have a hard time saying no to you before, Marceline? I mean. You were basically my big brother, so... Alright, yep, that's... I'm starting to realize that. Um, no, you guys... You guys actually said no to me all the time because you wanted to keep me safe. Because I was a teenager. So... She's very young. Now I'm a woman. I think a, she is... A woman. man. <laughs> I think... If I remember correctly, she was 16 when she joined the Crows, so she was Jeez. younger than most of you. Well, Gain, what do we think? I'm fine with the less steps uh, in the process, mm. so if we're gonna go to <coughs> Veneer's workshop anyway, and he, I mean, he is one of the most probably the richest person in Constanos. He has the resources. Might as well. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good to me. Cool. Um, yeah. Walter uh, motions to the villa and says, I've already uh, drawn up most of the circles, so it's just waiting for us. I will warn you that when we arrive in Constanos, it should be around 9 a.m. or so. Uh, mm. So pre prepare to feel a little bit um, lagged. Honestly, I don't think I've stopped feeling that for about two weeks. You know, that's probably the hangover you've had ever since you started drinking. 
assuming uh, like comment. Arlo, yeah. uh, or Arlo? As he continues what? to drink. Oh, we're on campaign. <laughs> the worlds are bleeding. The worlds oh, continue yeah. to merge. My daughter. Um, yeah, uh, you, uh, Walter daughter. leads the way into the villa where you do see marked out in uh, chalk on the floor. It's this large teleportation circle. Um, mm. Telepaport. Yep. It is mostly in runes. So Christmas has no idea what it says or what's in it. Um, but. Uh, it's a trap. What if he teleports yep. us directly into Tristan's house? That would um, be terrible. Yeah. I don't think. Let's manifest <laughs> that. Yo, actually, <laughs> honestly, I would be, that would be such a great twist if Walter was just like, hey, fuck you guys. <laughs> like, I've been hi- helping him the whole time. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, I can't allow uh-huh. you to stop me in a- <laughs> at the AWAS tree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh god, there's some rolling going on. Taylor's like, wait a minute, that's a great idea. That's Let a me great see idea. Yeah, that's yeah. why we shouldn't say shit like that to the DM. No. Okay, well, see, here's the thing. I'm sorry, is you guys the last person that the can time. say that is you, Harris. Oh, we I know. say <laughs> so much fair. bullshit and none of it has been true. <laughs> to be fair, what's about to happen, I've already planned, so. Oh, God. Oh, Fuck. That's um, never Fustrock hears a voice from beyond the ether and doesn't get into the circle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bless you. Thank you. Teleport. Here we go. We're all gonna die. It was good knowing everybody. Um, See you guys again as the chicken. We're, we're all we're all gonna get combined into one Cronenberg monster. Oh God! Yes. No. Oh, it'll be like that. It'll be like that episode of uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. So, uh, Walter lays down. Uh, he uh, he goes up with his chalk to set down the last line. He looks at you all. He says, "Are you all ready?" Uh yeah. Just um, Scotty. Just um. Breathe out before you walk in. It's going to be a bit of a uh, jump. And uh, he lays that last line and he steps into the circle and. Insight check. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I have no reason not to trust him, especially after yesterday. That's true. Uh, That's what you think. That is what I think. That is what Christmas thinks. Um, I'll follow. Yeah, I'm in. I will carefully step in so that I don't smudge the circle. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh, oh my God. But yeah, you guys, uh, you all step in one by one. Um, just for, you know, funsies. Oh uh, this I doesn't like, feel like funsies. Is it going to be me again? See, Are you going to keep making one, me fuck up the campaign? Two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight. Okay. What sort of music should I have queued up right now? Um, give me something. No, uh, give me baby one more time. Give me something that you associate with with 
a bad <laughs> part of the Feywild. Oh my god. Ooh. What? You got <laughs> it. Oh no! <laughs> Alright. My lonely nurse is killing me! <laughs> I love you guys so much. <laughs> um, Alright. Okay. Uh, so. Oh no. Oh god. It's a me, Uh, a Christmas elf. Uh, as you step through this portal, uh, for the rest of you, um, you step through, and the first thing that hits you is you feel like you're being crushed for a second, which is not what this normally feels like. Oh Um, boy. Because Walter has teleported you before. Yeah. Um, You are all, for a moment, it feels like you're being crushed, and then you're just kind of shunted forward. Um, I love that word. Yeah, it's a great shunt. shunt. It's like Um, cunt, but less abrasive. (laughs) Less less offensive. Uh, (laughs) The rest of you... uh, That's a nice shunt. You are just kind of pushed (laughs) out of a literal wall and just kind of go scattering through this area that has several desks, but there's nobody in here, and it's, like, almost completely dark except for a little bit of light coming in through curtained windows. Hold that thought there. Um, oh, and, and... And Christmas shows up at platform nine and three quarters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you will... Christmas eat... starts the first year at Hogwarts. You will... <laughs> All of you, all of you will take 21 force damage. Definitely. Oh my god! Jesus, H. Oh, that's like a quarter of my health. Christmas. Yeah, that is a quarter of my health. When you say all of yeah. you, do you mean Christmas too? Yes. Uh. But yours is going to come in a second. Um, just add it now. Uh, you step through, and... For a moment, um, it's normal where you expect these sort of like the feeling of your breath trying to be like pulled out of you as normally happens Mm -hmm. with teleport. But then you sort of drop about a foot, almost like you didn't know there was an extra step to the stairs. And as you, as you like catch yourself, you have to put your hands down to actually catch yourself. You are looking down at vibrant green grass, like, unnaturally vibrant, at least in Atlaran standards. And there are like little clover flowers and whatnot all over the place. But it's all kind of off. And as you as you look up, you realize there's it's there's light and like everything's lit up as if it's daylight, but there is a black sky all around you. Um and everything like everything around you is kind of warped and wrong. Like you see trees that they're almost Tim Burton-esque in the way that they sort of switch back and forth. Um, there's no leaves on most of the trees. And you queued up This just, Is Halloween, right? In the background? <laughs> things are just wrong. And you see in the middle of what appears to be this forest clearing, um, there is... Uh, all around the edges you see these little like rose bushes that look very familiar to you like there's something out of your own head but they're wrong they're twisted the colors are off 
Um, and you see standing directly in front of you is Lorcan. Yikes. And uh, he... Oh, we're fucking dead. He has his hands clasped in front of him. And he's smiling down at you. Uh, just staring as you sort of pick yourself up and get your bearings. Uh, well, I would say this isn't what I expected, but that I think is probably the most obvious thing. Um, so I don't know if it needs to be said, but I said it anyway, so I don't know. What are we doing here? He's just, this grin is just spreading across his face. Um, he says... Well, good morning, Mr. Fortune Mayor. I uh, hope you enjoyed your pleasant little trip there. Sure didn't. I'm curious. What are uh, what are you all up to in Constanos of all places? All right, uh, Sav, <laughs> let's cut the bullshit. Mm. I'm not going to tell you anything. Well, that's no fun. At least Magda's willing to play the game part of the time. You looking for some? If you thought I was going to do anything except long pauses. Uh... I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't worry. You can speak anytime. <laughs> I know. I don't really have anything to say to you. Hmm. Well, I do have something to say to you. Oh, that is probably why you uh, brought me here then. So, uh, please, sure. I would like to be on my way as expediently as possible. Well, here's the, uh, here's the gist of it, Mr. Fortunemar. You all are proven to be... Um, bit of a nuisance and um, while I'm always up for little games of chase and hide and seek and whatnot I recommend for the sake of not just your life but your own soul you stop Why Lorcan? What do you mean, why Lorcan? Why Lorcan? He's an archfey. A weak archfey, but an 
charge for What, the rest of them too difficult for you? Too connected. Too many people care. No one cares about Larkin Shailuk. You'd be surprised. Well, no one that matters. To you. I think to the grand scheme of things. He is a broken, useless little corner of the Feywild. He's lucky he's an Archfey, and it's really only because of his dad. He was a tool to be used and thrown away, and as soon as he was, he's mine. What, do you think there's some chosen one thing going on that Lorcan's special? Special like you, maybe? I think there's not a whole lot that you don't do without having a very good reason for it. And... I think that you should learn that I am a very patient man. I build my opportunities. I don't wait for them to show up. Larkin's only useful because I made him useful. Once he's not useful anymore, you can have him back. I don't care. So what? You just pulled me here to say, stop, leave me alone. You guys are bothering me. Well, I think bother is a bit strong of a word. If you were really that much of a problem, I'd have wiped the floor with you by now, but I can still see some use for some of you. So this is supposed to be what, then? You... You want our help with something, or you just... Are you offering? Had some free time and decided, you know what I'm going to do? Those those folks right there, they're not really bothering me. But I'm still going to take some time out of my day to tell them so. Well, if a mosquito bites you, it's really not that big of a deal, but you take a moment to swat it, don't you? I don't know. You seem to like to chat them up first. If they can be useful. You know, I really don't like metaphors very much. (laughs) But you're a poet. You deal in metaphors. Mm, You'd be surprised. There's a whole lot of things you can say without comparing, you know, someone special like me to a mosquito. There's nothing special about you, Richie. Your words, not mine. Nothing special about you at all. Everything special about you, and yes, I am quoting Tony Stark, everything special about you came from an archfey. Um, I'm going to need to roll a deception check to not shit my pants based off of what he just said. Because I did what, the, what That he said your name or that he knows who you are related to? Uh, 
the Tony Stark bit. No, the 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 part where he said Reggie. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, let's make that a yeah deception check. Okay. So I'm pretty good at those. Uh, and that is a twenty-eight. Okay. Yeah, you you don't betray anything, at least on your face or physically. Yeah. And we... he's just smiling at you. Are we done here? Because uh, I'm sure you have more important things to do than swat at mosquitoes. I don't know. It's a fun pastime. But no, there was uh, another side to this. I wasn't sure which you'd get, uh, which view I'd get. You know, what with mortal magic being fallible and all. But um, I do have a bit of a proposition for you and your entire crew, if you're interested. This is the part where you say what the proposition is. You know, I feel like conversation should be a two-sided thing and not just me talking the whole time. But all right. Well, you picked the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, uh, he he looks around this, this clearing. Says, I would like for you all to... Uh, Tie up a loose end for me. Something that I think would benefit all of you two. Do you care? Again, you 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 got to say what the actual proposition <laughs> is in order for yeah. us to determine whether or not we would agree to it. Uh, yeah. Um, keep talking in generalizations you're going to be met with silence I would very much like for Tristan to uh, be off the table I just saw the shockwave of confusion. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. It's a win-win for him. Either we die or Tristan dies. But like, or both. Why do you <laughs> want Tristan gone? Is the thing. If he's so useful. I mean, never mind. I'll, Maybe his usefulness is yeah. That is an interesting proposition. Mm-hmm. I would say I'm curious, but I think before making any sort of agreements with you, I don't think that we would say yes or no unless we knew the reason why. Because he's done what I wanted him to do. 
And he's managed to just tell the entire fucking world who he is, which limits his usefulness. I mean, I'll think about it, but as of right now... Well, I'll tell you what. I won't ask you a favor for nothing. I'll, uh, I'll tell you what I'm willing to give in return. I would be happy to free Miss Renly for you. Hmm. You know, Sav, there's something that you do that I don't really lack very much. Well, actually, let me take that back. There's a lot of things that you do that I don't lack very much. Thank you. But there's one thing in particular that you do. You like to treat people's lives like they don't belong to themselves. They don't. I'm not going to agree to anything that involves Magda's future without Magda having some say in it. Well, so, ask your friends. See if they're interested. But there is something you should know, Mr. Fortunemere. Your life doesn't belong to you. Yours in particular belongs to a very specific archfey. But no one's life belongs to them. All of you mortals, you belong to us. The only reason you exist is because someone bigger decided you get to. Well, if you got a problem with that, you're going to have to go take it up with uh, the Mosquito God, because apparently you've got some issues with them. (laughs) Uh, I'll have you know that's my domain. Mm. Yeah, that checks out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Well, at least we know who they get it from. Uh, are we done here? Because I'm literally about to throw up from how embarrassing this whole thing is for you. <laughs> Very nice, Mr. Hortimer. Uh Give it some thought. Oh, Ask Miss Renly. And uh, have a lovely time in the most despicable city in the world. And he snaps. And you take your force damage. Uh, about a split second after the rest of you get thrown out of a literal wall, uh, Christmas gets thrown out of the wall, too. Okay, that was different. Then oh. normal? Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell you guys... I think my back got thrown out, guys. Yeah, um. same. To tell you guys a little more about where you are, um, you are in what appears to be some kind of office. There are desks everywhere. There's auto writers. Um, The curtains on the room are mostly drawn. Um, You can see that it's still probably early morning outside. Um, Sun is up, but it's still lower in the sky. Um, You see... Uh, just from a, a cursory glance, you can tell based on like papers around, some art in the room, uh, this is 
almost definitely a veneer office. You can see like the veneer arm symbol up on the wall, um, but everything's still dark. It looks like nobody's at work yet. Oh, why? Why did we go through a wall? What, yeah. What the hell, Walter? Is anybody dead? <laughs> like dead. Marceline? Nope, nobody's dead. Um, okay. The uh, the your your buddies that you brought with you are all picking themselves up. Walter, in particular, uh, got thrown like ribs first into the side of a desk, and he's Good. picking himself up. And he's just like, I I help him up. Oh God. That shouldn't yeah. have happened. That shouldn't have happened. I know this what place like the back of my hand. What was up with that? I don't know. <sighs> I've this is never... the worst. Why didn't we take an airship? This is terrible. <sighs> because an airship takes weeks to get right. here. Ugh. That shouldn't have happened. It was I... sad. What? What do you mean? I showed up a little bit later than the rest of you because I had a chat with our friend Sav. You talked to him. Mostly listened. What did he say? He wants Tristan gone. Tristan, his right hand man. Mm-hmm. He offered to uh, take care of your little problem, Magda, if uh, we were to take care of Tristan for him. Sounds a little too good to be true, don't it? I mean, I don't believe that for a second. Uh, I mean, isn't the plan eventually to get Tristan? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if we take him out and he does hold to his word, great. If he doesn't, I'm not going to be surprised. Yeah, but who's he getting to take his place? That's a good question. Um, by the way, Noah, um, being mm. that you have the highest passive perception of the crew, yes. other, other than Jasper. Um, actually, who does have the highest... Mine is 17. Yeah, 15. Jasper's is 18. What's Gwen's? Because she has high wisdom. High wisdom is not high. High oh, no, wisdom Gwen, is 9. Gwen doesn't have uh, high, uh, high passive. Um, no, she has high charisma, not high wisdom. Um Noah, being the one other than Jasper, uh, you, as as everybody's, like, writing themselves and, like, straightening out, um, you do notice that uh, Walter, as he's picking himself up, there is a black, like, almost lightning-looking, like, following veins up the side of his face. Like, his blood has turned black inside those veins. Hmm. It's just poking out from under his beard. Uh... I'll walk over to him and be like, uh, you got something going on there. What? 
It's like, it's black. It looks like a vein almost, but it's like lit across your face. And he looks around at the rest of you and you, you guys can see it too. Um, I, I, I don't feel anything. Does anybody have a mirror? Do I have a mirror? I'm sure you have a mirror. I'm sure several of you have mirrors. I'll, I'll cast a mirror. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, yeah. Compact. Yeah. Yeah. In my disguise kit. He takes it and looks at himself. He's like, fuck. God damn it. And he, he hands you the mirror back. He's like, uh, Miss Renly. Yeah. We'd better go find, uh, formaldehyde ingredients. Oh yeah, I didn't take any last night. Is You're there fine. Any... No, okay. you don't see any. Okay. Mm. It takes a second to come back. Um, or no, wait, I did take some. I have a little bit left, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot, I marked that down. Okay. Yeah, uh, I need to anyway, because I only have like four days more worth what I have, so. But wait, why? I mean, you've kept yours at bay. What is, what's happened that? I don't know. I thought you said you got rid of it. I've gotten rid of it before, yes. But it always comes back. So he's uh, he's speeding up the timeline to get us to react. Probably. Taylor, real quick. Because um, right now I'm just, I'm sitting, eyes closed, playing back the whole confrontation in my mind, which is why, mm-hmm. I, like, Christmas was just, like, listening for most of it. I'd like to make a, um, uh, 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 an insight check, a retrospective insight check. When okay. s- When Sav said Reggie... Did it seem like he said Reggie and knew what it meant or said Reggie because it's something that someone let slip recently mm. to Walter and that might be how he knows because he very specifically said Reggie uh-huh. and not and not Mr. Bandoncret exactly. or whatever. So I want to uh, know if he actually knew what sort of threat he was making. Well, here's the thing, though, too, is that going to if he can. Sorry, go go ahead. <laughs> if if he can listen in through Walter, why wouldn't he be able to listen in through me? It's a great question. Uh, that's you why know. I'm rolling it. Um, yeah, I'm going to also because of how important this role is. Um, I'm going to real quick use enhance ability on myself to give mm-hmm. myself Owl's wisdom. Um, to kind of get advantage as I like replay this in my head. That's that's a sick owl. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. I just rolled a two and a uh-huh. twenty, which means oh. that that is nice. a twenty-five insight check, and, and I don't have to cry. 20? That's, that's a, a nat, nat twenty. 20. Okay. <gasps> um. Shit. <laughs> uh, you are pretty sure 
that he doesn't know why that's important. Okay. He used it to psych you out. Get fucked, stop. (laughs) (gasps) I will have you know, however, I I rolled a a retroactive uh, deception deception check for him, and uh, he got a 24. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. But but I, I respect natural 20s on skill checks most of the time. The first, I literally, I rolled the first dice and it was a two, and I was like, "Fuck this!" Uh, but granted, but, yeah. also he he rolled a twelve. <laughs> He's as good of a liar as I am. Uh, that's scary. Um, cool. Well, I'm keeping that to myself, and I'll be right back. I'm going to get a drink of water because I just about shit my pants in real life. <laughs> Okay. okay, so uh, the rest I'm of I'm not you, sure how water fixes that, but yeah. 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 It, it's a sensory <laughs> thing. Um, but yeah, you guys are uh, inside of an empty veneer arms office. Uh, everybody kind of hurting after after that. Uh, but um, as, as you guys are kind of gathering yourselves up and orienting... Um, Gwen walks over to one of the windows and pulls back the curtain a little bit and she says, Oh, I know exactly where we are. Uh, oh, hopefully uh, Constanos. Well, yeah. yes, but I I know I know exactly where in. Uh, let me actually bring up the uh, Constanos map for you guys. <laughs> um... She uh, she lets you guys look out the window, and uh, you guys can see that you are in a pretty rich-looking area. Mm. Um, there are a lot of, like, very both wide and tall buildings that have these big crests on the front of them. Um, those of you who have been to Constanos before uh, will recognize that you are in the Guild Walk. All of these gigantic buildings are guild halls, um, which makes sense that this would be probably the Veneer Arms like headquarters office, not the workshop. Walter was aiming for the workshop. Oh. Yeah. The workshop is, uh, you guys would know, is in uh, Smokeway, uh, on the western Mm -hmm. side of Smokeway. It would actually be uh, right on this little corner between Smokeway, Guildwalk, East Tap, and Obsidia. Okay. So, you guys are, like, a little bit north. But, like, that's a distance to fuck up. Teleport. Yeah. Yeah. You missed. Uh, Yeah. I didn't intend to miss. In fact, I shouldn't have missed. I don't think anyone intends to admit. And never mind. Uh, well, yeah. we're here before working hours. I imagine there's not very many people in the building, other than security. So we should probably make ourselves known so we don't get arrested. Ah. Yeah. Could are we? So we have to get to the workshop. So does that mean we have to take a little stroll through town then? Yes. 
Great. Cool. Wonderful. Um, yeah, uh, Marceline speaks up. She says, uh, I, I can probably get us a, uh, a carriage if you guys are worried about walking around in the open. Uh, that would probably be a little bit easier on everybody, I think. Okay. Sure. I mean, I don't mind walking, but... I know sure. who the mole is. What? What? What do you mean? What? One this of is the a fun Obsidian... time to have a... No, this is... One of the Obsidian Collective works for Sav. I just realized it. Hmm. And who would that be? Oh, no. Okay, real quick. Um, Magda. Mm. You all know something very important about me that we cannot discuss openly right now. Uh-huh. In a moment of foolishness, you let something slip. Yeah, I get it. I no, know. No, no, okay. no, no, no. There were two people in that room who were not in this room right now. Marceline and Walter not included. And Sav just used that to threaten me without knowing what it was. That narrows down the mold in the collective to two people. The only two people who know how important that is. Wait, who else was in the room when that happened? It was Vesper, and it was... Who was the other one? Burkana? Nope. Uh, no. It was... Um... Was there another collective member? In yes. There? It was the Furbolg. I can't Morgan. remember their name. Morgan. 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 Morgan oh, no. <laughs> I mean, those are, are two sure? of the most unlikely people it would ever be, though. Yep. But wouldn't that be, you know, the best outcome for Solve then? The person that I we mean, wouldn't expect. But Morgan is part of the Phalon caravan, right? They both yeah. are. Vesper has been with are. the Phalon since she was created. And Vesper Morgan, and Morgan, like, that's, they're the. They're, they're part partners. of the Hartstead family. Oh, yeah. okay. Like and Vesper is the one who had the, the shady past where she got ripped away from someone. Yeah, but that wasn't her fault. No, I know it wasn't her fault, but yeah, that uh, leaves a scar on people. Yeah, Yulia Hartstead used her to get revenge on uh, the Hesperian Empire, and it almost broke her. Mm. I don't... Mm. Sav thought that he was threatening me with something, and he didn't know what it was. I am sure of it. And the only person, even the way he said it, the only people that could have passed that on to him were in the room with us. Is it possible that he was just watching us? 
then he should have known what it was because that's that's true he are you really sure yes I just don't see either of them. I mean, Vespa does have a history, I guess, but... There's not a whole lot else that it could be, though. All right. Mm. Why don't we um, put that existential crisis with all the other existential crises in the corner and we'll just pack it away for later? Um, what? Let's just go find Veneer so we can get somewhere safe. Yep. I trust Leo yeah. now. Um, if it if it was one of those two, and uh, we left them alone with the Almatum that wasn't dead yet. Yeah. I think if I think by this point, right, like we might have gotten some like notification that the crazy plants have gone crazy. Not if we weren't supposed to know. Well, okay. Or not if we're gonna be blamed. The AMC office was very close to the to that house so if it's gone out of control we could just message the AMC office and be like hey any crazy plants gone let's go find let's let's go find Leon first and establish ourselves here and then we can we can work from there okay oh boy okay yikes mm-hmm yikes I I had to Vesper was the dark staff right yeah, she's, she's the one okay. that's from Dolthar and Quinn. Ah. Mm-hmm. Easily manipulated mm-hmm. because of Dolthar. Yep. Used to be. Vesper has but, shown up like everywhere we have gone, guys. That's true. That's, that now that is because Kit keeps bringing her in. That's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Kit trusts her implicitly. Oops. But. But that might be why, Sam. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I, I'm not going to confirm nor deny which theories are correct or incorrect. But I love the theories you guys are coming up with. They're really fun and, like, honestly, really well thought out. Hmm. Like, this isn't me trying to tease. This is me genuinely complimenting, like, how you're reasoning this out. Um, but yeah, you guys uh, step out of this office. Um, as you as you leave this particular room and go into the hallway, uh, Walter uh, actually has Marceline go first because she's going to be the most easily recognizable one. Um, and she's uh, disposable. As you, she's an executive. Um, we let people kill yeah. her first. And she, she's uh, banging the the owner. So yeah. mm. um, hey, but, she could uh, be saving herself. You guys, you guys head down the hallway, and you actually run across uh, a warforged. Uh, oh, 
standing probably about seven feet tall uh, with like over long arms that you can see have these barrels attached to them and there's like springs all throughout their arms. You recognize a gunner model. Um, And as you guys come around the corner, uh, the, the gunner Warforge turns and looks and sees all of you and like if a robot person can tense up, they do. Um, but they sort of straighten up. Uh, but Marceline raises a hand. She's like, it's it's fine. They're, they're with me. We're just, we're on our way to see Leon. Do you know where he is right now? And the, uh, the Warforged, whose face is completely static. It's more of a mask than a face. Um, you hear a voice emanate out from it that sounds like it's coming from inside of like a tunnel. Um, and uh, he tells you, Mr. Veneer is currently at the workshop. From what I understand, he did not go home last night. And Marceline sighs. She says, He's okay. Dead. Thank you. Um, and she motions all of you to follow her. And you walk through this very beautifully decorated office that's in mostly like reds and golds and whatnot. Um, and you head out into the greater guild walk where you see all of these beautiful uh, guild halls. Like the uh, the quarry guild is made of like pure marble and has all these impressive columns with uh, expert masonry all over the place. God, we're uh, right by the fucking quarry lake right now. Uh, you guys, you guys are like in the mid east of Guildwalk. You're not actually that close to Still Quarry Lake. Too close. You're like a couple blocks, or well, maybe more. Um, Wait, are they? Is that the lake that they're at? That's the, the Quarry, Quarry Lake. lake? Yeah. Where the bodies are found. That entire yeah. like oh. solid gray area is the old Quarry Lake. That's where. Oh my god! Going. I thought the Quarry Lake was like outside of town. I didn't no. know it was in the middle of the fucking city. Yeah, we're no, dealing with um, some fucking like. Jack Can't have witnesses if they're dead. Shit. Yeah. Oh, Jesus <laughs> the, uh, Christ. Constano started from. Uh, Original Constanos, when it was founded, was along the Anima River, and then the quarry was dug, and then the city got so huge that it encapsulated the entire quarry. But eventually they dug so deep that it wasn't like feasible to get stone out anymore, and then mm-hmm. over time it filled up with water and became a lake. They dug mm. too deep, too greedily. <laughs> I mean, hefting gigantic blocks of stone up like a quarter mile is just not feasible mm-hmm. is deep ass like they also broke into some springs far far below the surface so like it's Uh-oh. not a, it couldn't be a quarry anymore they broke uh, into the plane of water but uh today the strata quarry sits outside of town um but you guys head south through the guildwalk. Marceline does get, uh, she has to get two carriages because most of them are fairly small. Um, you guys split into two <sighs> and uh, head down the main road between the guildwalk and smokeway. Um, and uh, as you go, uh, you get a view of sort of the disparity between the guildwalk and smokeway where Lyrius is the richest portion of town. The Guildwalk is like where all the rich people work. And then Smokeway is where all of the artisans work, all of the factories are. Um, There are some factories in other areas as well, but Smokeway is like the industrial area. Um, 
So uh, on either side of the street, it's like night and day. On one side, there's beautiful marble and brick buildings. On the other side, there's like ancient, like crumbling brick buildings and uh, wooden houses and more Victorian style architecture. Or not Victorian. Um, fucking what's that? What's the architecture called? Where it's the uh, the wood um, braces on the uh, white walls. Tudorian. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, as you get down to what is one of the largest streets that runs between all of these wards, um, you can see a spot where there's a, uh, a large uh, sign, like statue sign, sitting in the middle of this crossroads that points to each ward, East Tap, Guildwalk, Smokeway, Obsidia. And uh, you see at the, uh, on this large, like, um, this large stone, there's also uh, a, uh, a carving, a relief of a large tree and directions that lead to what is known as Hartstead Square. Um, but uh, Taylor, yeah. while we're in the carriage, yeah, um, I believe this is less than 25 words, but I'm going to real quick cast sending. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm going to just message Sala. Uh, we're in Constanos. Going to stay with uh, Leon Veneer. We'll find a way to meet up later. Okay. Um, yeah, you feel it. Send and receive. And you hear Sala answer back saying, I'm already here. Uh, I'm not too far from where you should be going. Um, Do not trust her. She she will add uh, when you're ready to meet up uh, come to the come to the tree. Uh, so as you guys arrive uh, at the uh, crossroads here, uh, the carriages bring you up next to a massive uh, brick building uh, that is uh, this rectangular building that you can see it has smokestacks coming up out of it. Um, but you see that the uh, outer edges of it actually are open air and have these uh, um sort of awnings out over little workspaces and you see the entire side of the building is lined with blacksmith forges that are separated into sections um they're like fenced off so you can't just walk into them but you see people uh arriving and starting to work and fire up these forges and the smokestacks are starting to go um you see that uh the main entrance to this building uh, is this gigantic, like, 15-foot uh, tall double door that is uh, currently being opened by a number of uh, Warforged. It's being left uh, open but guarded. And uh, you can see people streaming in to start their workday at the uh, first uh, Veneer Arms factory. 
that has been here since probably 220-ish. It's older. Maybe a little, maybe a little younger than that, but I don't know. Uh, Gaze upon my creation, plebs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. Um, yeah, you see the uh, the Veneer Arms logo with the crossed like muskets over it, and uh, those of you who care about attention to detail, which will probably be those with higher perception. Um, you will notice that at the corner of the building, there is a larger brick that is off color from the rest of the building. Most of the building is sort of like an auburn brick color, but the corner brick is pure white. Um, it does have like some lines where, you know how over time as it rains, like it'll it'll drag like uh, color or rust from like fittings. Um, but you see at the corner of this building, there is uh inscribed uh Marin Veneer uh and her birth date and death date. Mm. Yep. We found two of the Easter eggs, you guys. <laughs> two yep. of the Easter eggs? Yeah, we found the one for um oh Austin's character, Aether. No, we didn't find it for Aether, we found it for Mia. No, we found Aether's too, I saw it. Did we? Yeah, because I went to the, was it the Pink Pearl? Uh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the alleys behind the buildings, oh, there's a yeah. plaque on the wall. Mm -hmm. So you guys have found yeah. one for Aether, you found one for Mia, you found one for, one of many for Marin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh... But as, as you guys get out of the carriages and walk up to the front of the building, um, you see several of the, like, of the Warforged who guard the place, and other guards. It's not just Warforged that are guards. Um, they see Marceline, and they're immediately, like, attention is on her because an executive is on site. Um, but nobody really bothers you as she leads you guys in through the main entrance of the factory. Um, the first floor is actually two stories tall, um, has a completely smooth concrete floor, which concrete is fairly new uh, to the world of Atlaren. People have finally figured out how it works instead of like, uh, instead of like asphalt, which is a mix of like stone and whatever concrete is smooth um you see that there are all kinds of workstations and like short conveyor belts um that are operated by uh these uh how would they work this here it would all be connected to a central generator because Leon would absolutely use electricity here. So you see conveyor belts that you don't know how they're moving because you guys don't have as much like experience with electricity. But uh, basically there is the start of what is becoming a... Um, uh, an assembly uh, line? An assembly line, thank you. Mm -hmm. um, but there's like different stations where people are putting together different things. You see uh, an entire like wall of wooden stocks that have already been carved and are like fitted for different styles of weapons. You see a wall of like 
different uh, small drawers that contain small pieces that people are going and fetching as they assemble things. Um, it's not quite to the assembly line stage yet. They do have like teams of people working on different guns and whatnot, but it's still a hand done thing. Um, there's no like robots like drilling mm. holes and putting shit together, obviously, uh, except for the Warforged who are working here. But uh, Marceline leads you down the central aisle of this place, and you notice some of the workers like look over and like are like, what the fuck is happening? Who are these people? Are they rich feet people on a tour or something? Yeah. Um, We're here to sponsor see, the next gun. Yeah. You <laughs> see there are some some areas that are walled off and have like a glass wall and there's people inside uh, working with more intense tools and like some of them are wearing masks and goggles and that sort of thing. Um, the start of what will probably become sandblasting is being worked mm -hmm. on here. Um, but Marceline leads you to uh, a uh, an elevator that sits at the end of the building, which takes you guys up to the next floor, which is another workshop. And then that will then take you up to the third floor because these, these floors are especially like tall, uh, where there is a hallway that splits off into loads of offices and personal workshops for like custom gunsmithing. Um, she leads you down and uh, she's kind of giving you guys a rough idea of like what's around you, um, points that she's describing what's happening to you guys because some of you have no clue what happens in a factory because you've never never been in one um but as she gets to the end of this hallway uh you see a set of double doors that has gunner warforged on either side um and she just walks right up to the door uh and throws it open she doesn't knock or anything um and this opens up into a pretty large uh personal workshop where you see there's a blacksmith's forge in the corner there's rows and rows of tools. There's uh, specialized electric tools. Like there might even be like a belt sander in here, or at least the early version of a belt sander. Um, vice grips, everything you can think of that would be in like a, a, a gunsmith's workshop. And you see uh, in the center, there is a large round table that's just covered in papers and blueprints and pieces of disparate guns. And leaning over this table is Leon Venier, uh, with, uh, I believe he has short auburn hair. He has a full beard that at the moment is a little unkempt. Um, he is in a white shirt, dark vest, dark trousers. He has a leather apron on. And uh, you can see he's wearing gloves at the moment as he's uh, trying to, like, get two pieces of, like, different guns to work with each other. And he's currently working on a stock, like, carving it by hand. Um, but he looks up as the doors open and first registers Marceline, and you see him smile. You've never seen him smile before. Mm. But then he sees all of you, and the <clears> smile <throat> sort of fades as he pulls mm. off uh, a pair of glasses that he's wearing, and he straightens up, puts his hands on the table, and says, Oh, okay. 
okay i wasn't expecting visitor was he american or english does anyone he was remember? english he was okay um yeah. says all right i wasn't expecting visitors uh and marceline walks up to the table and uh she kisses his cheek and he smiles a little bit and puts a hand on her shoulder and he looks at the rest of you and says oh uh, can I help you? Uh, yes. Hello there, sir. My name no. is Chad. Rule okay. number one. No. No. Rule number one. We, we, but we know him. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, you just... met who all? <laughs> well. Mr. Vernu. I don't remember who all talked to him. We He's are, met me. We're, he has seen you all in passing. Yeah. yeah. Well, not like this. No. No. <laughs> um. I mean, can, he can he can tell who Magda is. Yeah. Her face hasn't changed. Um, and he can tell who Noah is because Noah didn't do anything to his hair or his skin color or anything. Nope. Nope, um, so he can he can guess who the rest of you are. He doesn't. He probably doesn't know most of your names, but he knows who he's looking at. Uh, Mister Veneer, you can put two and two together. You know who we are. Um, Vicky. Yeah, you can call me an old friend of your fiance. Uh, and he looks at her, and she shrugs and says, "Yes, that's putting it light- lightly, but yeah." We need your help. Uh-huh. Uh, and he looks at Marceline and he says, Have you already promised them help on my behalf? And she kind of nods and he sighs. <laughs> He's like, well, I suppose you were all helping Kit and Vesper. Um, what do you need? safe place to stay that can be arranged um and he looks at walter who's kind of hanging back a little bit um says uh walter the um the guest houses uh that you usually use they're free to use them um and walter nods uh leon takes off his apron and sets it on the table uh, and walks up to properly face you all and says, So, why are you all here exactly? Uh, we're running a bit of a rescue mission. Yeah. Oh, we're yes. here to Mrs. kill the quarry butcher. Mrs. Barocco, I remember. I don't know if we're going to go that far right now, but... I mean, at this point, it's only a matter of time before he gets himself killed. Everyone knows who he is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before he gets too desperate, we aim to take away some of the cards he's trying to play with, one of them being Christine Barago. Yeah, and you notice Leon glance at Walter as you guys are talking about Tristan. And Walter has seemed a little like distant since the previous night. He seems to be just like processing. Um, 
But you can see Leon recognize this, and he looks over, he's like, Walter, you alright? And Walter nods, says, I'm um, just thinking about some things. Mm. Leon nods slowly, but you can see that he's not going to accept that answer for long. Uh, Oh, do we... I'll kind of lean over to Walter and I'll be like, do you want us to talk about that with him? Because you said he kind of suspected some things. We don't know anything for sure. But if it has something to do with Sov, and we've just had a very Sovy day today. Um, Walter looks at Leon and he says, We have come to the conclusion that I might be Gabriel Moore. And Leon nods very slowly, says, I told you. (laughs) (laughs) And Walter kind of ever so slightly, like, there's like a little bit of a smile there. Um, But Leon looks at all of you and says, well, if Walter is talking about those sorts of things with you, I assume you're all fairly good friends at this point then. Sure, yeah. Just the best. He may mm-hmm. not admit it, but I'd like to think so. We have bracelets, matching bracelets and everything. You yeah, great. you guys got bracelets? Where's mine? Yeah, we <laughs> bracelet. yeah. and Walter is just like, oh. um, and Leon actually, he cracks another smile and he says, friendship with Walter Dine is like friendship with a cat. The more they tolerate you, the more you know they love you. Oh god. Aww. And you must love us, shit. <laughs> Walter's just like, oh my god, somebody shoot me. <laughs> I mean, we are in a gun factory. You are in the right place. What about the oh, yeah. uh, friendship of Leon Vanilla? How hard is that to obtain? And he glances at Marceline, who kind of gives him a little grin, and he's like, I would have said impossible for a while, but that's clearly not true anymore. I'm not a friendly man, but I'm not Walter unfriendly. Oh, well, so it should be cake then, all right. Well, I mean, you all already have uh, ingratiated yourselves with the Obsidian Collective, so I must assume you're worth my time. Yeah. Yeah. Probably for uh, more reasons than you think. Haha. <laughs> yeah. How so, so. I'll let Magda say what she wants to say first. All right. Okay. Well. Although you might want to grab that- a chair, because typically this takes a while. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have long swaths of silence between everything that I say, so, you know, it's going to be a little bit quicker if I do it. It's called listening to people, but okay. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, What do you know about the horseman Sov? More than I did before. I met all of you. 
And thanks to Walter, I know a bit more. Uh, well, speaking of more, we believe that the reason that Sov uh, has an interest in Walter, particularly, is because of his lineage. I will say before we open this can of worms with Leon, we probably yeah. should go to break. Yes, we yeah. Probably should, yeah. I just I can also just here. like I can also just like give him the deets and catch him up yeah. so that we don't have I to go through and Yeah, yeah. that cast. would that would make this go a lot faster. I cast <laughs> exposition. Yeah. As much as I love role playing the same story a hundred times, like it would be yeah. super cool. Yeah. No, we can we can we can say that you guys give him the gist of everything he talked about, wow. uh, and Walter yeah. will fill in a couple things as well. But yeah, let's um, let's jump on break and like fade out of that scene. Uh-huh. Um, we will be back in. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, remember that when we get to the animated series, okay? Remember that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Time to go. Okay. When you right. do that, I feel like you're looking at me, but I know you're not. It's weird. <laughs> I'm looking at our viewers um, and listeners. Uh, we'll be back in ten minutes. Let's say let's say one sixteen. One sixteen. Yeah. Okay. See you soon. <gasps> Bye.
And we're back. Oh wow! Hello. 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 Welcome back Same to the show. So, uh, you guys are in the Veneer Arms Factory. You just told Leon pretty much everything that you discussed with Walter the previous night. Um, and uh, as you speak, he's leaning on his like work table and just kind of staring the more and more you say because he already had a theory that Walter was Gabriel but all of the shit that you guys add in is just like oh my god I was right <laughs> um, and uh, as Magda as you finish telling him he turns and looks at Walter he's like you do understand we need to tell Diana. And Walter's like, no. No. Absolutely not. Is Diana... She's the queen of Moore's Rest. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And Walter says, absolutely not. I... One, I am not in the right state to deal with all of the shit that's going to come with that. And two, I don't even know if I want any part of that. I mean, don't and you think you owe it to your family? I don't owe them shit. I've never known them. <coughs> they didn't raise me. I mean, it's not their fault that they didn't, but I'm not a moor. I'm, and honestly, I'm not a Brents either. I'm a Dine. And Leon sighs and sort of sits back on his heels a bit. And he says, Walter, you do realize there's more to your identity than Amelia, right? And Walter stares at him, just stares death. Uh, Marceline cuts in. She's like, okay, boys. Um, so, the rest of you. Uh, we'll, we'll have Walter show you where uh, the estate is uh, and the guest houses. Um, please try to stay out of trouble. Uh, mm. I, I have a lot of work to do. I'm really good at that. We all have a lot of work to do, uh, but... He's not. Keep an eye on him, please. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we're... so much gunpowder here. We're happy to help where we can. Uh, and she looks at Leon, and he nods. Um, says, also, as you guys said earlier, Armin and Sonnering will be at uh, Pyrevale Temple uh, in case, you know, you need help down in Obsidia. Um, be careful. Constanos is generally safe, at least in public areas, but we can't help you if you get into back alleys, off-limits places. Mm -hmm. okay. um, there's something that I need to do before we go, because... Given recent events, I believe that I can trust everyone in this room. 
implicitly. And, uh, well, the theme of the last day or so has been about not keeping secrets and trusting each other. So, we're just going to add on to the pile. I'm going to pull out the Ace of Spades. <laughs> oh, no! And I will walk over to where Leon is, and I will put it down on the table. Oh, fuck! He's wow. gonna kill you. I don't know if this is as simple as just handing it back, given what this thing has been doing to me. But uh, this is make a wisdom save belongs. with disadvantage. Okay. It's cursed. You already know that. I know. I don't need to. That was a natural one. Mm. Oh. But you, I'm a you, rough, weird you, you pull day. out the gun and you, you, you still have your hand on it and it's on the table. You can't let go. Okay. Well, this is awkward. Yeah, uh, but Leon, <laughs> Leon is staring at it like wide-eyed and blank-faced. I look at him. I'm like, I, I need you to believe what I'm saying right now. I really, truly am trying to take my hand off this gun and I cannot. Where did you find this? Uh, the children slash cult of the Eternal had it. The we were friends, friends, friends of the Eternal, Eternal whatever. Oh, the children of the Eternal. Yeah. I'm getting my cults mixed up. Uh, yeah. Um, we were Leon... actually yeah. trying to help out the collective, trying to find uh, Overwatch, and we came across this instead. Ooh. Who took it? Uh, I have no idea. Some, some really, really uh, terrible person named Miguel. Yeah. Um. Currently, he he oh, takes yeah. off uh, a glove, and um, you guys have already seen this about uh, Leon. He also has like runic tattoos. It's kind of a thing that runs in the three families. Um. <clears throat> and he reaches down and he puts his hand on the barrel of the gun. And as soon as he does Christmas, you feel this jolt go through your hand and you're forced to let go. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he he takes it by the grip and holds it up and inspects it like, like a gunsmith looking for imperfections, even though it's an enchanted weapon. And he pops out the uh, the barrels and spins the uh, spins them. Says, "Have you been using this?" Uh, I tried to once. Tried to. Tried to. What happened? Uh, well, we were attacked, and I kind of just instinctively fired it and uh it it backfired it 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 does let me kind of protect people in myself so since that happened i haven't fired it again but uh, it's yeah, doing he... something to me leon and I, I don't know that i you're muted, you're muted harris oh i know i was and then it 
said I was talking at the top. Oh. And I was like, but I'm muted. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't I don't particularly know what's going on, but if If you're on the side of the angels, which I believe that you are, uh, you should have this instead of me. I wouldn't call my side particularly angelic. It's a figure of speech. Um, but he he looks over and says, "This gun was enchanted in." Marin Veneer's lifetime. Uh, but it was someone a little bit after her that made it the way it is now. Um, let me let me grab the actual Ace of Spades thing. Um, um he explains that uh, the oh god where is it Artesia there it is okay uh, he explains that um, of course I think most people know that Marin Veneer passed on everything to her daughter Artesia but Artesia passed on everything to her uh, great-grandson Lanning, who was the one who cursed the Ace of Spades. It was meant to keep it out of the hands of people who would misuse it, people whose intentions were not for the greater good. The so greater it's no... Good. Hmm? The greater good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he says, what about you, Mr... Fortune Mare, was it? Yeah, most days. Hmm. It uh, has a tendency to... has a tendency to tempt people to whom it doesn't belong. Kit said not to get too attached. Yes. Yeah. Well, there is a man wreaking havoc on my life, and I saw this as a means to remove him. And that is what my intention was with it. Hmm. And was that for your own gain? I don't know the answer to that. Hmm. Then that explains things. Um, <clears throat> the Ace of Spades is not a living entity. It doesn't have a, a soul, per se, but it is about one step off from what we would call a sentient weapon. Not quite there. But it understands intentions. And confused people tend to run afoul of it. Um, 
and he uh, he shows you he spins the barrel uh, to the the fire symbol, which you see that now that he has it in his hand, uh, it is blazing with light. Says, but people who know what they're about, or people of my family, it tends to be more of a partner than a detriment. Well, there goes my pop dream of hoping I was secretly a veneer, but I guess... uh... (laughs) Guess. You look nothing like Ovenir. Guess technically but, the Molinarchs are still still an option. Maybe. Um but he he looks down at the gun again. He says, however, this is not mine. Um this is Flameheart's. Okay. What's that face for? I'm just I'm contemplating asking an awkward question, you know, as I do. I kind of want you to. Do it. I kind of want to, too. Please take the attention away from me. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of, you and Flameheart really aren't all that buddy-buddy, are you? What gives you that idea? I don't know. Everybody says so. Just because we're not constantly attached to the other side, like some others, doesn't mean we're not partners. I'm not Rhone. What is Rhone not Rhone? No, Rhone and Keladia are... Other than perhaps Arabelle and Squall, they are two of the closest in the collective. I'm... And he kind of glances at Marceline. He says, I don't get very close to many people. Starting to put that together. It's just interesting. What about it is interesting? He's my co-worker. Well, we thought for a while, and we still do think that there is a mole in the Obsidian Collective, and you were kind of like on top of the list because, you know. Why? Because you're all aloof and stoic and weird and, you know, that kind of stuff. I happen to think I'm rather agreeable. I'm just not... I'm not going to walk up to people and pretend we all know each other and we're all friends. I'm not Vesper, or not Morgan. I meant to say Morgan, not Vesper. Yeah, yeah. Gee, that sounds like someone I know. What? Uh, I was going to say, you just described yourself, Magda. Yeah. All right, look, I, I'm not one of the Obsidian Collective members, now am I? So... Not with that attitude. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, Leon kind of chuckles at that. He's like, trust me, attitude has nothing to do. (sighs) Leon, you say it belongs to... No, I'm sorry. No, go nuts. Okay. Uh, I had a question. How do you you feel about uh, Morrigan and Vesper? 
What do you mean? Just, you know, general feeling. I mean, they're basically family to me. Is there anybody within the collective that they're really close to? Other than each other? I mean, Vesper yeah. is rather close with Kit and Bacana. Uh Morgan is everyone's grandfather. Hmm. Much like his predecessors, he adopts everything that moves. Uh, you wouldn't have any reason to suspect that they would uh, intentionally cause harm. Absolutely not. They may be much more powerful than you might assume, but they are... Well... Morgan's like a big teddy bear, and Vesper is... I don't want to call her harmless, but she doesn't intend harm. Mm. Yeah. But that, that people underestimate her. Yeah. Is anybody... Yeah. Um, uh, just quick question for the DM. When did... How long ago was it that Hana decided to be the Obsidian Collective... Per, like, full-time? She didn't. She's yeah, she not did. full-time. No, she's still she was... the headmistress of Mathline College. Yeah. Oh, I thought she was going to be one or the other. No. No, no I think okay. what you're thinking of she is that... She was thinking um, about it. Uh, Yeah, she was thinking about it, but you... Okay. Mm, actually, I don't know if you... Did you read the dossier on Leon? Nope. Okay, then no, you wouldn't be thinking of Winfred. Okay. No, um, uh, Leon and Hannah are split. And Mathine College is here in Constanos. Yep, it's in the Obsidian uh, Ward. Okay. Uh, yeah, how do you feel about uh, Hannah? She's good at what she does. She's reasonable. She has a good sense of how to handle questions, the public, that sort of thing. There's a reason she's the chairwoman of the collective. We chose her because she's good at dealing with public opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, did she? Is she particularly close with Vesper or anything like that? I mean, I wouldn't say they're friends, but they do see eye to eye most of the time. Hana has a bit of a commanding I run things sort of presence and Vespa mm. typically doesn't challenge that, so they get along. Okay. Whereas someone like Arabelle uh, does not get along with Hana. Yeah, I could see Annabelle not getting along with anybody. Yes. Hana and I have our occasional differences, but we have a very similar mindset. Mm. Also, she's the headmistress of the college I went to, so I still refer to her as Mrs. Yukagara. Wait, what college did everybody go to? Mathine. Mathine College. Ah, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I mean... Well, Walter and Leon, I think, went to the college, like, at different times. Well, yeah. Uh, right. Leon is a bit yeah. younger than Walter, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but how long has she been headmistress? Uh, 
question. And that did she teach there true. before? Yeah, that's she, true. Yes, she did teach there before. Um, mm. Hold on. She had a lot of pull in mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Let me check the Selbin paper. Ooh, my vanilla is here. Nice. Ooh. I ordered vanilla beans. You cook it. To go with my vodka. <laughs> uh, is that to a To make thing? extract. Well, yeah, it's to make vanilla extract because you oh, like, okay. you know, vanilla extract's like $20 for the tiniest yeah, jar ever. Yeah. And you can make a whole quart for like 15 bucks. So, uh, Hana has been teaching at the college since she graduated from it when she was 22. Um, she became a headmistress. I don't have a specific year, but I'm going to say like eight. No, hold on. She's in her forties. She's probably been headmistress for a little over 11, 12 years. She would have become headmistress just because the, there's a timeline going on here. She would have become headmistress after Walter graduated. Um, mm-hmm. She she would have been a mm-hmm. teacher while Walter was going there. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I'll look at Walter and be like, did you ever take any of her classes while you were there? Yes, she's... Uh, I was focused in conjuration, but she was uh, a uh, she was focused in what's the one that starts with a uh, uh, abjuration. Uh, abjuration. She was an abjuration professor. I took a couple of courses, but I didn't see much of her. Okay. Uh, that I don't know. That sounds like a possibly a thing. Yeah. Um, Leon speaks up. He says, I I don't know that without a lot of proof that I could accuse Hana. She is she does have split loyalties like myself, but she is steadfast in those loyalties. Well since we're getting everybody's opinion on it, if you were to suspect anyone who would it be? That is a very difficult question to answer. And one that I'm not sure I'm comfortable discussing. The thought has just crossed my mind. Pre- pretend with me for a minute that you're Sav. And you want God to forbid. have a mole in the Obsidian Collective. You're not going to pick someone that everyone is going to th- immediately suspect when they hear that there might be a mole in the Obsidian Collective. True. Because you're dealing with some of the most powerful people in the in the whole world. Well, <sighs> I can tell you who I'm certain it's not. Okay. It's not Kenna. Because Kenna would sooner destroy the world than work with a man like work with a creature like that. It's not I wouldn't say it's any of the Lycari, 
they are still aligned with what their original bearers were aligned with. And in fact, it causes fights between us sometimes because they're a bit old fashioned for a better, for lack of a better phrase. It's not Armin. Armin is so frustratingly sometimes dedicated to the Kestrel Mace and to the Obsidian Collective that I would think he would be the exact opposite of what Sov would ever go for. And also very hard to turn anyway. And I know it's not Arabelle because everything Arabelle does is take this from essentially her... She's not my cousin, but she may as well be because of how close our families are. I know her. And the entire time this has all been happening, she hasn't changed. She hasn't done anything shady. She's just gotten angrier and angrier, which is sort of par for the course for her. She also wouldn't align with a creature trying to I assume break the demi because that's what they're all trying to do. And do you think that kid would do that? Because you haven't named him off. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for that. <laughs> uh, I think Kit has a lot of secrets. And he doesn't like working with other people most of the time. He's very much a why have others helped me when I could do it better myself sort of person. <laughs> and he has been a bit distant these past few years or so. It's not exactly it's... the most open man. I mean, you also just described yourself, but... Yes, but I at least keep the Obsidian Collective updated on what I'm doing. Kit doesn't. We never know where he is, what he's up to, who he's talking to. I'm not accusing him, but I can't count him out either. Um, Leon, just... Let's just say for a minute that it was Morgan. Impossible. Why? It's Morgan. <laughs> I know you don't know him personally, but if you did, you would understand that there is no possible way that could happen. Not only is he much too good and family-oriented and whatnot, he is also... He displays himself as this easygoing grandfatherly character, which has been sort of the theme of Bearers of Vesper for centuries now. He is deceptively powerful because in his age, he has gained a lot of experience. And I don't think for as powerful as Sov is, he would be able to break either Morgan's morality or his mind. All right, then make it make sense. Let's say, just pretend with me, 
It's Morgan. <clears throat> How would it happen? How would it happen? Because right now we have a lot of maybes about a lot of them, and the most concrete thing that I have right now points to either Morgan or Vesper. Well, from what I understand about Sov, he's a manipulator. He uses things people want to control them. He also finds people when they're young. Mm -hmm. Morgan grew up with the Phelon caravan, surrounded by some of the most sometimes frustratingly loving and loyal people that I personally know. I don't think Sov could have really gotten his hands on him. Morgan's never had a a moment of instability that I know about. And there's nothing he desperately wants. He's sort of a minimalist. What about before the Phelan Caravan? What about before the Phelan Caravan? Was he born with them? Yes. Or no, no, he wasn't. Good question. I'm I'm, um, I'm trying to get at something that's in the yeah. in the Obsidian Collective document yeah. here. Um no. Uh it's sort of a a common thing that the Heartsteads are all adopted. It's not a bloodline. Okay. So I'll ask I... again, what about before the Phalon Caravan? I don't know what happened to him before the fucking on. Okay. I know you don't suspect like Hari, but what if it is Vesper? She's been manipulated before. By a and true. that's true. <laughs> but also after she was taken away from Yulia, there was a gap there. That yes. sort of could have wiggled into. The, she uh, was broken and lost, and he might have weaseled his way in. But then, why? Why would he start doing things now and not back then? Because the pieces are starting to line up. He did start to do it back then. Mm. We're just not seeing it until now. I I really don't think it's her. I mean, She's... that's kind of what Alarka did with Heidelin was allow him to make the staves. He knows they're useful. That is true. And everything that he's done so far is very much just like Alarka, but done in a more secret way. Yeah. I mean, get in good with Vesper, then wait for an Archfey to be abandoned and tossed aside. Then wait for a Moor to go missing so that he could get his hooks in him. Or make a Moor go missing. Mm -hmm. And Leon glances at Walter, who's just kind of staring at the floor at this point. Um, Leon nods slowly. He says... Well, I am not too keen on the idea of suspecting everybody just because there is potential. These are my 
co-workers. We are an international peacekeeping organization. I have to have some trust in them or nothing gets done. That's half our problems right now is no one trusts anyone anymore. Especially not Kit and Kenna. We are scattered. And that's why Saab has chosen now. Is because this was the plan all along. He's got you all right where he wants you. Mm -hmm. So then, master strategists, what are we supposed to do? I mean... We don't know. We're making this up as we go along. Well, you're here for Mrs. Barago. What's the plan afterward? Assuming uh, plan we after- don't die. Assuming That's we don't die. That's a big die. assumption. Yeah. Uh, well, Saab is currently possessing the Archfey Lorcan, and he is a friend of ours. So. We have a connection that might be able to summon him, and we might, might. I don't know. We haven't really gotten that far. We we don't really know how to separate them. So I think the next plan is to figure out how to separate them once we summon him. So this Lorcan, he's possessed. He's not a not something else isn't going on with him. I don't think so. It seems to be possession. Mm-hmm. With this... With all of this... Friends of the Eternal saw echoes of what Ilaka did, I can't help but wonder if maybe there's some walkers involved. Oh no, we found a cistern. We did? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, in Port Saris. Vesper helped us destroy it, which is why she knows stuff. So why do you suspect her if she destroyed a cistern, which would be an immense tool to solve? We don't know if she destroyed it. She just said she was going to, and then she blocked it off. Well, we could. It's a very easy thing to check up on. We could just send someone down there and see, like, hey... Their big gaping sacrificial pool down there, or um, because you asked the question, Leon, I'll, I'll tell you. Um, there are some secrets I keep to protect people I care about, and mm-hmm. one of those secrets was told to well, these other people around me that I care about, and uh, someone who we will not name, <laughs> uh. Let slip a little bit of that secret when the only other two people around were Morgan and Vesper. And on our way here, Sav threatened me with that. But he didn't but, know what it meant. But, and he points at Magda, he says, Aren't you the one that has the problem with Sav in particular? Mm hmm. I mean, so That's does That's what Walter. I'm saying, Christmas. Like. 
he could but be ma- ma- watching through my eyes. You know the context. Yeah, you know the context. You know what it is. He doesn't. But it could be something like he does. He isn't watching all the time. You know, maybe he just happened to pop in at that moment. It's that like would, a walker. That makes less sense than the. Done other it to thing. you twice. Yeah. What do you mean that makes less sense? He's not omniscient. Obviously, none of them not. are. Otherwise, he would know. Yeah. And this story wouldn't have happened. Do we, how much do we know about the walkers and like, do they show? Walkers have not been seen. Hmm? Me personally, like Noah, because I know we found stuff, but I remember like how it showed on Marin. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not sure if he knows about that or not. Walkers have not been seen for about 250 years. Cool. It was written down in the books. It how was, it presents. but mm-hmm. they haven't. No one has come across any in 250 years. Yeah. They died with the Heidelin cult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, I'm just saying because I know where you're getting at, Ben. Is that yeah. you saw like what Marin's tether looked like, mm-hmm. and it was written down in the books. So if you happen to read those books at all, you could check for that. Yeah, no. We have you to guys, write them first. You guys know. Well, <laughs> I know. I'm just messing with you. You guys, <laughs> those of you that would have read Silas's work, you would know how to spot a walker 300 years ago. Yeah, and this is more. This is more of a possession slash curse than it is. At a, least in Lorcan's situation, yeah. Yeah. Well, even with. Um, Oh, what's yeah. her nuts here? Magda. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, like, I blank on names constantly. Uh, um, Magda's situation is more akin to somebody who has made a deal with a demon. Yeah. Um, where they don't have control of her, but they can pop in on her. They can influence yeah. her. They can do shit to her. But they yeah. can't make her do something. Because if that were possible, he probably already would have done it. Yes. Yeah. So. So I I mean, I guess it's possible that he just happened to listen in at the right time. There were. That's what I think. Okay. That is way less plausible than the two people we know were standing right there. That we know heard it. I don't think it is. When we (laughs) know that there is a mole in the Obsidian Collective. And when That's everyone true, tells us that they don't suspect these two particular people, and that it's like makes nearly them impossible. The most <laughs> susceptible to me to manipulation from Sav. So I, uh, follow follow up question it? to kind of go with that. Uh, <laughs> who who did we tell about Tristan? Who it, gave all that information to the to Lieutenant Tom? The people you know that know that uh, who the quarry butcher is is you told Kit. Mm-hmm. You can safely assume that Nix knows. Um, yeah. Probably Kenna and Burkana as well. Um, obviously Sala. Obviously your party. Um, Gwen, Jasper. Um, well, hold on. Yeah, hold on. 
I mean, Tristan could have turned himself in. But, but the that's thing here... That's what I was thinking. The thing but, here is that the one piece that's been throwing it off is the fact that the middle Sala name. is the one who knows his middle name. Yeah, but you know who else knows his middle name? Uh, Sav. Sure. Yeah. Is it possible that's... that he just sent it to get Tristan out of the way? I mean, he did approach Christmas and was like, I would like him out of the way. He wants so him out of the very... way because he's getting all of this attention now. Did he no, say I don't that think so. I think it's... He did say that. He was like, he's, he? got, he's got yeah. all of the attention on him now. He, Yeah, he says Tristan has been outed to the world and he's less useful. Yep. So maybe it was Sala. Which we're not or somebody up. that Sala is connected with. Yeah, but why Sala would Sala? Have... Why would Sala make it clear that it was you guys who did it? That's the yeah. Question. It's somebody who knows us. I think it's someone outside of. I... Maybe it's one of you. Yeah. Maybe. You guys do talk to me in between sessions without others knowing. Yeah, but it's not Ash because Ash can't keep a straight face and lie no. to save her life. Yeah. No, no, I know it's not me because so I don't tells. read the chat anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about personal chats. No, I don't read those either. I know you don't. It's oh not God. me. Foostruck ain't that smart. Is it me, Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> Is it me? Are you Jesus? a walker? No, I'm not a. No, I'm talking about how. Has anyone walker. had to make any wisdom saves walker. recently that they don't they didn't Christmas. get an explanation about? Oh, you mean, oh, mean, you mean Christmas? <laughs> I mean, I did ask Noah to roll high or low many, many Multiple times. times. True, but that was also during, like, a crisis. Any mode. one of those could have been soft. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Just stir the cauldron. I don't know. I'm so confused. I don't think we have the pieces <laughs> available right now to figure no, out who it don't. is. We need to talk to Sala, I think, in order to figure that part out. But yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, well, but as you guys are discussing, well, uh, Leon well, says, "Well, you all talk this over. If you come up with anything more concrete, then I would very much like to know. I have a lot of work to do. Um, I don't know if you all know, but a war is about to start down in Frosthold, and I have an entire army to outfit uh, per the request of General Sokolov. So I need to get on that. Mr. Fortune Man, you are—you're doing something rather important here. All of you are. What if I were to lend you the ace? I feel you could put it to better use than I can. Knowing what I know about it now, um, I 
I'll have to think about it. And he's he's still holding on to it, but he flips it around in his hand and holds it out to you. Um, says, take it with you. And just understand one thing about the ace. While it was given its curse by a later descendant, the ace follows the morality of Marin Veneer. You only use this gun to protect. You don't use it for your own selfish needs. Mm. Mm. This is later in life, Marin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is post-Obsidian Day. Also, Marin really wasn't like that. Well, she didn't try to kill Alistair, so... What I'm hearing is what we need to do is trick Tristan into taking this gun so that the gun kills him. Ah. Don't do that, because he'll kill you. <laughs> and then himself. And then um, himself. But yeah, I mean, he, problem solved. Still holding it out to you. Two problems solved. Um, he tells you those that are not in alignment with Maron's ideals, not in alignment with the ideals of the collective, are typically cursed by their scum. What? Wait, are you saying that we could hand this to people and figure out who doesn't believe in the collective anymore? I mean... Oh. We could hand this gun to each person of the collective to, and see how it goes. Yeah, you gotta... To be fair... To be very fair, the collective's reputation is not exactly pristine these days. I imagine a normal person would be cursed by this gun. But it's not about the collective necessarily. It's about what we were originally about. We have strayed somewhat in recent um, decades. Mm. But... The point of the Ace of Spades is looking after people. If you recall from your history lessons, it was given to Marin Veneer for saving Haley Molinarch. It was a gift from Ansem Molinarch. It has always no, been associated. Was no, Ace of Spades was too. No, Ace of Spades was Silas's um, wedding or engagement gift to her. You're correct. Sorry, Overwatch. Um, Sorry, <laughs> but um, okay. Let me let me reel that back a little bit. It's your backstory, um, Ash. Don't be sorry. Well, I didn't write that. That was Taylor. <laughs> Taylor oh. wrote that. Uh, <laughs> he says um, this was a gift from Silas to Marin, and if you know anything about them, their entire lives after the Obsidian Collective had to do with supporting and protecting people even if silas was more of a private citizen after obsidian day all of the work that he did with the collective was to make things better for people to be able to end wars and conflicts the ace of spades is not a tool of war it's a tool of ending conflicts <laughs> Sorry, I just had a thought for another character and it's fucking hilarious. Oh no. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so, Mr. Fortune Mary, if you take this and you use it for the purpose of 
protecting those you care about and not your own revenge or what have you, you may find that it's a little more friendly. I'll reach out and I'll grab the handle. Yep. I'll take it away. Um, I'll have to... There's someone I need to have a conversation with. Then, depending on how that goes, I will... Uh... Well, this might find its way back into your hands faster than... I would suggest if you do intend to return it, you take it to Flameheart. All right, I'll, that's what everyone keeps saying. I'll do that. I'll... Once again, it is not my gun. It has never been any of our guns except for Marin and Flameheart and maybe Artesia. Well. It's Overwatch is the Veneer gun. Ace of Spades is the Flameheart gun. All right, well then I will figure out what to do with it. Well, if you will be so kind as to get out of my workshop, I have work to do. No problem. Yeah, we're going to walk this time, though, Walter. You don't have to teleport us. Oh, no, we don't want to end up in another wall. Listen, that wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. I, I'm it's aware. performance it a, issues. It, yeah, it was a joke. Don't have to, yeah. yeah, and um, it happens to everyone. You you see uh, Marceline take Leon's arm, and she kind of leans against him. She says, "If you all need anything, uh, feel free to reach out to me. I'm usually with Leon or working nearby." Sorry, she's American. Yes, yes. Just stay safe. Or I'm working nearby. Yeah, and she sort of pats his arm, and she says, "He's pretty safe with me." Cute. And she smiles, and he is like, "Get out!" Okay. <laughs> Time to go. Bye. Be careful. Um, but yeah, you guys head out, uh, follow, uh, along with Walter, and. Uh, he uh, he looks. He still looks shell shocked from the previous evening, but he's just kind of he's just kind of walking. Uh, mm. He's not going Christopher anywhere. Walken? He's just Christopher moving. walking. Oh my yeah. god! I was uh, just about to say it. Oh, yeah. I was kidnapped. <laughs> I was a boy. <laughs> my the only thing that can save me. My <laughs> my parents. They worked all the time. <laughs> and they have any drank a lot. A lot of drinking. <laughs> and then they sent me away. Every time the yeah. actor shows up, I just hear behind blue eyes playing. I hear. That's funny that you say that because I hear the song Blue Lips by Regina Spector. Hmm. Blue, the most human color. I guess yeah. Jesus was blue once, so that makes sense. Well, it's more of a thing that blue da -da -dee, da -da -dee. Is, It was when he was dead. Blue oh. is not okay. a... I think what she was getting at in the song is that he, there's not a, blue, a lot of blue in nature other than water, but that's water's not actually blue. Um, so blue is actually the most human color because we... Blue eyes. Spread it across the world. Yeah. Blue oh. eyes, blue veins. Mm -hmm. That too. That too. 
But, yeah. He stumbled into faith and thought, God, this is all there is. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Uh, it's anyway. more of a, God, this is all there is. It's very Walter. <laughs> anyway, it's such a good song, though. Um, you guys head out of the factory and onto the main roadway. You are not that far from Hartstead Square. Are you trying to get us to go there? That's where Christmas said he wanted to go. Oh, That's yeah, because we have him. to meet Sala. How dare you? Sala. Sala. Salad. Careful Salad. though, because Tristan Tristan Salamander. is known to call her Sal. Uh, uh, Ditchwater yeah. Sal. Gross. <laughs> um so Walter shows us to like where the guest places are. Uh is I mean, that the opposite will, way? It's the... it's a ways away. Mm. It's in yeah. Lyrius. It's in pretty much the opposite direction. Why don't we go to the square first and then we can go? Okay. Yeah. Can we yeah. um real quick um No, never mind. We'll do that first. Okay. Okay. Uh can I do one thing while we're going? Sure. Um I'm going to kind of quietly pull out one of my Vodro scrolls. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to write a quick note to Ren mm-hmm. and tell him that um I want to speak to him in Hartstead Square. Uh, like immediately about about Me kit and tell it tell him it's super secret squirrel stuff okay I, I okay I, taylor while we're going actually i will do this now yeah um can we look for a bakery on the way <gasps> oh yeah yeah sure okay Oh my yeah, god! You'll be able to. It's the, the bread basket. Uh, oh, no, <laughs> I was gonna the say Italian. the bread basket is a is a franchise. Um, We're literally getting... next to the gun factory. Guns and donuts. Getting into uh, the obsidian. The perfect award. combo. <laughs> getting into the obsidian award. Uh, <laughs> the obsidian award <laughs> is known for a couple of things. It's known for Hartstead Square, of course. It's known for Pyrevale Temple. It's known for basically being where you find a lot of the big temples, but also Mathine College is here. So Obsidia as a whole is kind of like the college town of Constanos. Oh, God. Um, So there's bakeries here. There's everything. And a lot of it is like geared toward younger people. Um, so you'll find like a pottery barn and, uh, Mm. a, uh, you'll find a hot yoga studio and you'll find a yogurt place. And, oh my God. Oh my God. Please tell me there's a a food co-op and there are bathhouses everywhere, but a bathhouse run by Mercoptera who also sell donuts and it's called the bat house. (laughs) I'm sorry, but no on that one. Oh, Uh, come on. I've yes-anded uh, two of your ideas. That's enough. <laughs> what about the bat mats? There are actually not very many. Or the many. bat mats. So d- this is not to cut you down, but they're really not re- Mercoptera in Garadaldathus for the most part. Oh like there are some, but they're not really from here. Most of them are from Third Rear, Irakel, Caladros. 
Okay. Um, and a little bit of frost hold. Uh, no, there's a uh, lot of vegan restaurants. No one is uh, actually a lot of really from Garadalda sauce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. who's like known to live in Garadalda sauce either came from Arborea, came from Caladros, or came from the Feywild. So there's no one that's native to this continent. Oh, it's um, like white Americans. Oh my god. Anyway, do you, do you uh, think they have like do you oh think they have like Mark. those little pubs <laughs> where people can sit around and play D and D while they eat? There are mm-hmm. absolutely oh game lounges. <laughs> uh, but you guys go through Obsidia. There is uh, a small light corner bakery on the way, uh, run by some some moon elves. Uh, the moon pie. Cut off. <laughs> That's enough God. yes and for the last two minutes, guys. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't know. Taylor hasn't been doing any yes and. They've just been know, doing no. They don't I, need to. You fuckers <laughs> are doing all of it. It's yeah. not that I don't want a yes and you. It's that I'm trying to tell a story and you keep riffing off each other. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to talk to Sala today. No, my son. But yeah, uh, uh, there's a bakery along the way. You know what I get there. No, I don't. Okay, I'll tell you what I get there. Uh, <laughs> uh, donuts and cider. Oh, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. It just came back there. I'm sorry, anyway. guys. I do want to yes, I do, but we have shit to do. <laughs> um, you don't know. Don't ask questions. How dare. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Stopping by this place, it's pretty easy to find those things. Um... The uh, the moon elves inside will will package up some some donuts and some cider for you. Um, it's I should also mention it's Turin in the southern hemisphere, which means it's like late summer, getting into autumn. So that means this is the perfect time for cider and donuts. Of course, it is. Yeah. New Year's like two days away. Uh, but you pick those up, I would say, like, a silver for, like, depending on how much you want. Sorry, I was... The, you guys are blowing up the, the Facebook chat at the same time yeah. as this is going on. Um, how much is it? How much do you want? Uh, I would like to get... Uh, Pretty off chat. I'm going to get stuff for... Yeah, I'm just going to put my phone away. Uh, I will get enough for everyone, but then I'm also going to get an extra bag and an extra cup of cider to bring with. I don't look like me, so it feels like, even though our group is probably recognizable enough to the people that know us, um, this is a good indicator of of who I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that. Uh, I'll say like two silver for enough for everybody and Sala. Okay. Also, look at that Hobart. Yes, baby. Um, yeah, you guys, you guys grab some cider and donuts, courtesy of Christmas. Um, and uh, you head on to Hartstead Square. Let me paint you a fucking picture. Uh, so Hartstead Square is named after Sylvia Hartstead. Um. It is a huge flat area of flagstones uh, that surrounds a very large central 
uh, apple tree that has, I believe if I remember correctly, one half red, like pink apple blossoms and the other half white. Um, standing beneath the tree is uh, two statues, uh, both half elves. And uh, the slightly more like buff one uh, has some, uh... actually Ben, why don't you tell me what they look like? Cause I don't, I don't remember. Uh, the the statues yeah did you uh, did you put like sylphie in her armor did you put them in like normal clothes um i recreated sylphie and marin the way they would have looked on obsidian obsidian day okay so in that case uh the and the stat it's just one statue they're just like connected yeah but it's two people um, oh yeah 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 so the uh slightly taller of the two, also buffer, uh, is in uh, pretty hefty armor. Uh, there is a hammer hanging off her hip. Uh, she has her hair braided back out of her face. Um, and she definitely has a little more of a, um, not a commanding presence, but more of a, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Kind oh no, of she looks like a straight up bitch. Cool. She's very, she's very Kenna. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the other, slightly shorter, uh, looks a little younger, which, if you don't know the story, doesn't make sense. Um, has a uh, longer, uh, would have been red, but it's not a painted statue. Longer hair. Um, wears a high-collared jacket and has a replica of the ace of spades hanging off her hip and the overwatch slung across her back um they're standing on a pretty large plinth underneath the shade of this tree and surrounding uh this are four heavily armored guards uh in dark blue plate armor and they're not, it's not like they're keeping people from approaching the statues or anything. They're just sort of each facing a cardinal direction. They have these tower shields, they have a spear. Um, and they're just holding vigil over the area. There are people like sitting on stone benches nearby. There's people that walk up to the statues and like look at them. There's people that actually put copper coins on the plinth. Mm -hmm. um, there, there is are, the loot is there too at their feet. The loot is there as well, yes. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you also see that uh, behind the statues and the tree, uh, there is a sort of uh, bowl set into the ground where there's water bubbling up out of it with this like small fountain. Um, and sitting encased in glass in the bottom of this fountain there is a red large like scale and a white one. Oh. okay mm -hmm. but the statues are exactly lifelike and uh the the inscription black um are you going to cry this time, Ash? I think I'm good this time. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Please. I can squeeze a couple out. The inscription. <laughs> uh, the leak I've like Yeah. As soon as I said it, I was like... Uh, 
The inscription reads, Marin Veneer and Sylphie Hartstead, twin hearts of flame never to be surpassed, heroes of an age laid to, re to rest together at last. Um, yeah. Oh, and, and this is, uh, this is worth mentioning. A white feather sits at their feet. In stone? No, uh, an actual physical white feather. Oh, I know who that's from. Yep. Oh. But, um, everybody, go ahead and give me perception checks. For My first roll of the night. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Ten. d and is, like, uh, it has become less of a dice rolling game and more of a, more of a cooperative storytelling game. 13. Six. What'd you what get? What was that? Christmas? 22. And what'd you say, Ben? 10. 10, okay. Uh, so, those of you that got over 20, um, you will notice that. One person. Yeah. Uh, sitting at the. Uh, sitting sort of to the left of the statues. Uh, with their back actually up against the plinth. Kind of... It's not like she's hiding, but she's kind of blocked from view from two sides. Uh, you see a pretty wood elf in blues and grays and blacks. A different outfit from usual. She has a longer coat and... She's not wearing her, like, furs that she would wear uh, in Frosthold. Um, but just a long coat sort of sitting there on the ground, um, currently writing in a uh, leather-bound journal, you see Sala Narendil. Is she, like, disguised at all? If you didn't know her, you wouldn't realize it's her. Okay. She, um, she has her... Uh, it's kind of hard to disguise her haircut because it's it's an undercut, but she has her hair pulled back into like a bow style uh, bun. Um, she has, her makeup is completely different from what she would normally do. And you can't see the blue tattoos on her face that have been covered up completely. Um, also, you notice her ears are rounded. So she looks like a dark skinned human instead of an, uh, a wood elf. Interesting. Okay. I will, uh nonchalantly make my way over mm -hmm. and uh if there's anywhere to like sit nearby mm -hmm. i will i will sit and i'll just put yeah. down the donuts and the cider um yeah so um what are you working on i'm so happy um so you like take a seat on a stone bench near her, uh -huh. or do you sit down beside her? Oh, I I put the stuff. I guess I'll sit down beside her. There'd be no okay. reason not to. Um, yeah. As you ask, she doesn't look up from what she's doing, um, and she uh, she says, "Oh, just writing down a few things I've seen around here. It's been a." It's been a while since I've gotten to walk 
around Constanos. And at the same time, she kind of leans into your shoulder Aww. a little bit. Alright, I'm gonna cry now. Uh... The rest of y'all fuckers are just standing there like, hey, it's her. <laughs> yeah. Hey. yeah. Yeah, she looks up and, and gives you guys a nod. But you can see she's playing this very, like, cool. She's not giving any big reactions that would draw attention. Uh, so what are you up to for the rest of the day? You. Um, she closes the journal and looks over at you and says, absolutely nothing. I look over at the rest of the group because I know that there are people that don't trust Sala. Is anyone, like, showing that? Fustrak's going to tip his hat and is going to wander the square a little bit, just kind of trying to keep an eye out for anything weird. Yeah, Jasper will follow along with you, but he, like, gives Sala a smile as he goes. Gwyn is standing there next to Magda, looking like she desperately wants to grab her little sister and just hug her forever, but she's holding back. Um, yeah. I'm just looking at the statue. Like, not, t- kind of trying to be like, I'm not looking, like, you guys do whatever you want, mm-hmm. kind of thing, but also, like, totally it's fan-girling. cool statue that, yeah, try, a bit, try and yeah. Trying to pretend to be a tourist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, um, I like statue, and I wanted to see a statue. I'm gonna go look at the dragon scales. Okay. Yeah, so Noah goes, like, behind the tree to where that little fountain is. Um, also waiting for Ren. Yes. Uh, Walter is probably... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but Walter's the only one who looks wary of Sala. Oh, I didn't realize Walter came with us. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's supposed to... That's right, he's showing us where we're going. Lead us to the place. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But after, like, you sit down beside Sala, he walks away, sort of in Noah's general direction, but he kind of keeps away from everybody. Um, Sala looks over at you, Christmas, and she glances down at the donuts and the cider. And you see her kind of stop and think for a second. In perfect wood elvish, which I'm not going to do a German accent because it, that's, it, that's long to. gone for me. Sorry, my one semester of German that I took. Uh, in perfect wood elf, uh, I will just say uh, I remembered that these were your favorite. And you, you see, like, you see, like, her shoulders and like her chest tighten up. And she looks at she looks immediately at Gwen, and Gwen shakes her head, and she looks at you, and she's like, "You you remember some things." Why'd you have to do this here, Chris? I'm gonna cry. Uh, if you would like to, you can 
take a walk with us. It's a lovely day for it. Uh, let's go find a library or something. Oh, I, 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 you'll have to excuse me. I don't mean just the two of us by ourselves. I'm not leaving. I know. Just my I friends. Know. Yeah, but maybe some um, other time. Well, there are a lot of really beautiful places around here to go see. And she just kind of breaks and she leans over and just grabs you and hugs okay. you. Okay, okay. Um, we, we can't wander around too much. I know. But you're more than welcome to come with us to where Mr. Veneer is keeping us. At least for a little bit. And you're, are you speaking in Wood Elvish still? Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just wondering, because I'm hearing Reginald's accent come out, and I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, His, he's actually, that's that's Lionel's accent, but it's sure. like he's he's using his actual voice for his fake voice for Lionel, yeah. which is weird, nice. but it's what I'm doing. But now it's German. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. She she picks herself up and like grabs her bag, um, and she's kind of glued to your side as as you guys stand up and uh, Gwen steps up and just holds her for a good long moment. Um, there's not really they don't speak to each other. You get that this is a kind of relationship where they don't need to. Um, but Gwen gives her a nod and looks at you, Christmas, and says, "You two, uh, you can walk around. We'll we'll trail behind, but just don't go far. We won't let you out of our sights." Okay. And no funny business. <laughs> At that time uh, <laughs> on the other side of the tree so Noah you will see this immediately um, you see the sort of ancient like gray brown bark of this tree split mm -hmm. with green lights and then actually split open as a familiar auburn haired elusir steps through uh, in a sort of uh, he has like his usual like over robe on, but he's wearing mostly dark colors underneath. Um, and you see he's he's carrying his like gnarled wooden staff. Uh, but he steps through and glances around and then sees you. Mm -hmm. And he's like, "Good timing, I guess." Uh, yeah. Uh, come over here and play it cool. Sure. Uh, and he, he walks over and like yes, stands next to you. He stands next mm -hmm. to you looking down at this fountain. Uh, so, mm -hmm. uh, have some 
things that I should probably, that I felt like I should tell you, and I also want your insight. Okay. Yeah. Um, there are some people within the collective who suspect that Kit might be doing something he shouldn't be. Why? Because he doesn't talk to people, and he's really that's, distant. But that's and always... he's he always is off by himself. That's and, just Kit. Yeah, but there's some information that's leaking out that is possibly leading back to him. So I have a couple questions for you. Okay. Okay. Uh, first of all, um, how... You, so we know Vet, or Vet, Kit and Vesper are really close together. Good ship name. Yep, they, Vet. Uh, Vet. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, do they? Uh, is Vesper pretty trustworthy? I mean, yeah. Okay. Um, is Kit pretty trustworthy? I, to be really brutally honest, I trust him more than most of the collective. Okay. Um, can you? Because we're. You know what we're doing, I'm assuming. Yeah, Kit tells me everything. Okay. Huh. Uh, yeah. Do you, um... Cool. Now I suspect somebody else. Uh... <laughs> do you... Can you give us some idea of what Kit is up to? Where and in regards to what? Like, what? what does he do when he's not with the Collective? What is... Well, most of... He spends a lot of time with Kenna and Nix and Burke um, and me. Uh, we're, we've been working on this reforestation project off and on for 300 years in Irakel. Um, okay. Lately, he spent well up until Helena was killed. Uh He's spent a lot of time working on the Almatum issue. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. And Vesper helps him out with that fairly often. Okay. When did the Almatum issue start? Uh, that's hard to pinpoint. Um, let me actually look at my Almatum stuff, because Ren would know. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, and the elk. Uh, mm. where's that other note? There it is. I just had um, an epiphany. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. Uh, he will tell you that Almatum has kind of normal Almatum before it was like magically affected. Um, had been, you know a little more prevalent up uh, back in, probably starting in like 300, okay. um, but it didn't become enchanted and out of control uh, and dangerous. It didn't become parasitic until 
little over a decade ago. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, what? Oh. Everything is what? like 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, here's the thing we know that Kit helped defeat Alarka last time. So, the. Mm-hmm. The chance of him being involved with Sav is pretty low. Yeah. Uh, but I was concerned about what he would do if somebody started threatening his projects. I mean, he killed them. I yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Hold on, I'm reading reading some more of my notes. They're okay. kind of scattered. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a specific year. So yeah, let's say like 11, 12 years ago or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the um, Almatum. The Almatum, yeah. Um, he would be able to tell you that Kit and Kenna have been looking at it for a long time, but only recently has it started to threaten getting off of Vernon Rolliger Isle, and so they've been taking the issue a little more seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but Devria, Selvin, and Helena Brom were sort of the head of that project until recently when Kit was like, okay, we need to focus on this. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. You uh, can give him some information, which I'm sure Vesper already passed along, but the um, the mutagens that the Typhal clan use Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Vesper actually brought that to us. And um, somebody named Tore, um, who is from the Typho clan, Hmm. he said that you guys sent him. Um, He's actually been super helpful. From what I understand, I was was just in Port Saris. Um, Vesper has it pretty much under control. Um... We did find a couple spots where some like spores got out, but we were able to burn them and get rid of them. So like it sounds got like out everything's where? uh got out into like the streets. Um we found some at the quarry nearby. Oh, I wonder how that happened. That's weird. <laughs> I huh. assume somebody How did they get their... to Port Saras? That's crazy. I mean, I know how it got there, Noah. No, I don't. I mean, that's insane. I don't know who would ever do such an irresponsible anyway. thing. Who's Noah? Uh, yeah, who? <laughs> My name um, is Dr. Darwin Bobbert. <laughs> uh, but uh, he says uh, Kit is uh, Kit's down in Frosthold right now working mm. with Devria, but He's been trying to get, um, I think this might be important to you guys. He's been trying to get Hana to help him, but she won't help because she's worried about being vulnerable, mm. especially down in Frostholds. He, he's got this idea that if we take Rakana and Nyx and maybe a couple other like Hari and we channel them through Echo, we might be able to slow things down in the aisles, but Hana's not comfortable leaving safe spaces while Tristan Kepler's out there. Mm. 
Um, so it's kind of at a standstill right now. How do you feel about Hana? She's great. Hmm. I really like her. I mean, I know some people think she's too stern and too severe, but like you kind of got to be that way if you're the headmistress of, you know, the greatest college in the entire world. But no, she's lovely. Okay. She and I get uh, along a lot better than she does with Kit. I mean, I feel like everybody gets along better than with Kit. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, As his little brother, I can confirm. Has is there anybody who's like been acting weird the past 10 years or maybe like their well, allegiance has shifted shifting allegiances no I mean is there anybody who seems too good to be true too good to be true somebody who's playing their part really too well well I mean you could infer that about a couple of them, but that's just how they are. Hmm. Like Armin and Sonnering, they've always been all about the Collective and the Kestrel Mace and that sort of thing. Um, I mean, there is Leon, but he's... He changed because his mom died, so like yeah. I can't blame him. Um, it's kind of... Is shame leandro was probably exactly the person we need right now hmm. how long not ago that, did not she that die Leon's not great but uh leandra died in 498 hold on mm -hmm. about 10 years ago let me check a little over 12 i believe um hmm. or a little over 10 um she died in No, nope, it's not there. Where's my... It's in the dossier. Uh... Who are we talking about? Uh, Leon's mom, Lady Leandra. 494. 494. Okay. Under. What year is it right now? 503? 501. Almost 502. Okay. Um... So she died about eight-ish years ago. Mm. Uh, is there anybody... In the collective with a Fae connection? Um, a Fae connect? Well, sorry, I'm going through them all. Uh, That's okay. Because Ren's or, a good boy. He knows things. Or possibly anybody with like a spouse with a Fae connection or something or a partner? Um... I mean, Roan and Keladir probably have the closest connection to the Fae because they spend some time in, like, a Modestelian and they help out with, like, expansions into the Feywild and such. Uh, Arabelle, obviously, she's the chaser captain. She comes in contact with the Feywild all the time. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, I mean... Kenna and Burkana, yeah. I mean, they're they go everywhere. Okay, well, uh, just keep your keep your eye open because there's somebody is telling people things outside of the collective, and someone's also trying to make us look really good, and we're not sure why. But wouldn't that be a good thing? Uh, not. 
So you know about Tristan, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, somebody fed his description to the the AMC, mm-hmm. and they named us as the people who gave it, even though we didn't. Oh, I see what you're saying. You think they're yeah. trying to get you in trouble? Well, uh, they so they did that. They gave his middle name, which we didn't know. Okay. Uh, so whoever it is has more information than we did, and now Sav wants Tristan dead. So somebody is trying to get him out of the way, but they're trying to make us look good at the same time. It feels like a trap, and I just, you know, I don't know what's going on, and I've had enough traps to last me a lifetime, so I'm kind of... <laughs> so you're suspicious of Kit? No, other people are suspicious of Kit. I trust Kit. Okay. I but mean, I just I wanted to check him off the list because there are people who I suspect. I mean, I know he doesn't like tell people things, but that's just kind of how he is. Mm. He's. If you want to take that feedback to him, maybe he should. So they trust him. More. Well, he spent 300 years as Kenemek Ambrose's partner, and he was already an asshole even before then. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Well. They're a great, uh, horrible team. Yeah. I don't think they would do anything. Because, you know, Kenna saw the calamity and Kit saw what happened last time. So Mm -hmm. they're the only ones who really understand. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll I'll keep an eye out. Uh... I mean, I'm not a member of the collective, but I can... I'm there at the meetings sometimes, so... Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do my best. I'll... Also, cool. did you tell Kit about the Almadam and how it got to Port Saris? Does he know about that? Vesper told us. She told him? Yeah. Okay, cool. How much longer do I have to live? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Vesper was actually, so, she told us, um, and Kit was about to come kill you, mm-hmm. and then Vesper, uh, she's a lot stronger than she looks. She, she grabbed him and held him there until he agreed not to come kill you. Oh. Yeah. Is he one to keep his word? Yes. Generally. Okay. okay. Even though I melted the wand? You were a kid. Yeah, but... Still. Uh, okay. It's fine. Well, um... It's a 300 gold wand. Like... Oh, that's I, not even that much. No. Oh my god, we make more than that in a day at the shop. That's fine. Right? Kit makes more than that in like an hour. Yeah. So He literally owns like the entire trade route on the ocean. He's fine. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's what I had. Um, okay. so, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you, uh, know of any good ways to kill the Cory Butcher? Just throwing that out there? Um. Uh, anything? The only piece of advice I can really think of is get the dog out of the way first. Oh, you know, that's not a bad idea. It's a horcrux. 
Uh, the the dog, from what I understand, I isn't did actually horcruxes. a. Yeah, the dog, from what I understand, isn't actually alive. Uh, I mean, it's or it's it was it's resurrected. I don't really it's know, a demon. know that much about Volk. Uh, oh, I know it died. Did it? Once. Yeah, once it was dog, and then it died, and then it came back not dog. Well, then, I mean, it can probably die, but it might require something special. Mm. What do you think, like a stake through the heart, or like... No, I don't think it's a vampire dog. <laughs> I've actually... So this is funny that you mentioned this, actually, because I've had a theory running for a little while about this dog. Mm. Because it just kind of appears in places, and it's never with anybody. And so at first, like, I thought there's clearly people teleporting it around. And then I realized that that is really, really, like, inconvenient and mm -hmm. unlikely because, like, this dog can run around without a handler and do complex stuff. So clearly it's, like, intelligent. I have a running theory that it is, like, a weird fucked up blink dog. Hmm. Okay. So is that it the scientific be... term? Yeah. I'm a blink dog, is. Yeah. Canis fuckupitus. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know, I guess. We can, you know, shoot it before it disappears. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for stopping by. Mm -hmm. uh, I hope you enjoyed the weather. Um, you know, grab an apple before you leave, and, uh, thanks. Sure. For clearing and that up, I appreciate he it. He sort of, he sort of drifts backwards, and you see the, the split appear in the tree, <laughs> okay. and he just Homer Simpsons into the portal. <laughs> oh my god. What if I just ran and jumped through it with him? Where would I end up? Go for it. That would. How pissed do you think he would be? He'd be like, "Damn I mean, it's it! Ren. I need to spend, use another spell slot to send you yeah. back." You wouldn't have another one. It's a six-level spell. Yeah. Um. No, I'm not gonna do that. I mean, he's we like just had a talk about not splitting the party. He's it's like 300 only... years old. He he. You don't have. He's probably got like a billion spell slots and like an up to trade. level nine. But you you max out at like level. Level 20, you can't 20. go any higher. Yeah, but you can still, if he has level 9 spells, he can spend a spell slot. He can cast oh, that's fire. true, he can spend yeah. higher. I forgot do you want to do it? <laughs> it's so tempting. Do it! <laughs> oh my god. You know what's you just, just end up next to Ken, he kills me. That's actually one of the that's actually one of the the things about wish that most people don't realize is that wish can literally be used not just to like cast a wish and then like do all the rules you can cast any spell of eighth level or lower with wish. Can you? That's insane. <laughs> I cast. Isn't Fireball that only one wish. use though, or like it's limited use? Wish, wish is... is limited use. Yeah, yeah. It's like once so... a year. That'd be kind of shitty. Well, it depends on what you use it for. Yeah, I limit wish even more personally because it is broken as shit. Yeah. Even one use of wish is like a little too much sometimes. Okay. No, I'm not going to follow him, but. No? I just want. No. Oh. 
What, you actually want me to? I kind of do. Please, God, <laughs> please don't. It's just like a whole I mean, bunch of people pissed off right at me. Back. What if, what if I went through and then suddenly I'm like in the, like the quarry butcher's headquarters? Well, and it, it was Ren all along. Oh, well, it was him all along. Yeah. Maybe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> Send her back. Nope. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. That's all I had. I was going to have to improv what happens, but I had a very good idea of what should happen. Mm. Um, a lot yeah. of irritation. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, Christmas and Sala are just kind of strolling around, not going too far. Uh, Gwyn and Magda, I assume. It's up to Magda, but Gwyn is just kind of keeping her distance, but keeping an eye on them. Um... And uh, the rest of you are just kind of wandering. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping an eye out for Tristan or any crows. Make a perception check. Looking for actual crows. Uh, that is a 19. A 19. Interesting. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me roll a thing. Oh, no. <laughs> um... Foostruck, uh, oh, no. as you're as you're strolling around and looking, um, movement catches the corner of your eye, and you glance sort of up to your right, and you see just you just catch them before they disappear. You saw somebody peeking over the edge of a roof. Did I get any detail or just like you, the shape disappearing? You just saw like the head up and they were wearing a hood, so no details. Fuck. Jasper, did you see that? His passive perception is good enough to have seen that. I mean, he's like, yep. Yes, he did. We, one of us should nonchalantly try and make our way over to someone to spread the word on that. Okay, you keep walking. I will do that because I am small. And yep. you suck at sneaking. And he just sort of slips away from your side. Yeah, no, I'm good at punching. <laughs> <laughs> um, While that's going on, there are a couple of brief things I want to bring up to Sala just while we're walking and talking uh, before she's viciously murdered in front of me. Um, this is where my Batman arc starts. No. Uh, so uh, we were all a little bit uh, confused recently when uh, we received news that the AMC had uh, our mutual friend's full name and uh, we were credited with giving that information to them uh, you wouldn't happen to know anything about that would you I I was just as surprised as anybody when his full name popped up he doesn't tell people about his dad 
interesting. I, I mean, I assumed it was you guys, but I wasn't sure why you'd paint a target on yourself like that. We assumed it was you. Well, some of us did. You guys are the only ones I've given his sketch to. Um, this uh, may not be the time or the place, but... Is it ever? No. Uh, There's something that I need to tell you. Oh, no. Okay. I, um... I'm pregnant. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God! Just... uh... (laughs) It's supposed to be fun, Christmas, not solid. Christmas oh, okay. Christmas, well, I was like looking at something else, and then I was like, "Wait, what?" Christmas didn't flinch. Unless I am directly requested by a player to have a kid in game, I will never do that to you. <laughs> I'll do it to the NPCs, but not you guys. Um. Sorry I'm for that heart attack. Trying to, uh, uh, it's funny I say this while I'm wearing a disguise. I'm trying to make an effort to clear the air when it comes to secrets because I've found that they tend to hurt people more than they help them. And I am only assuming this due to context clues that the notes that you send me because Lord knows the, the things I remember. Uh, as wonderful as they are, it's not everything. Um, I know I've mentioned having a, a patron of sorts to you sometimes in the past. Yeah. And I... Forgive me if you know this already, but I, I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I didn't tell you this, but... Uh, you know who I used to be. Bits and pieces. I was pulled into the Feywild from my home by Veronestra. That Veronestra. And... I believe we were in love for a time. I believe that she taught me my magic and how to do so many of the things that I do. Um, Sala, you're not the only person that left someone for this. And she she's kind of like pulled you to a stop, like not in the middle of everything, but like off to the side. And she's like, you. You, you told me you. I don't I don't understand. 
you told me you just got lost and fell into the Feywild. You said you already knew magic before then. How... How long were you there before we met? Do you know? a good question. Actually, I would know that, because now I know when I showed up to the crows, Mm -hmm. compared to when I disappeared. Mm -hmm. Um, When did I show up with the crows? Uh, See, uh, you showed up to the crows in 492. Um, So probably a year, at least. um, Not quite a year. Because I vanished 10 years ago and then showed up in 492. So yeah, it would have been like a year little little less than but yeah um yeah um yeah because your time with the crows was 492 up until late 496 so yeah there's like a span of eight nine months in there that are unaccounted for in between at Lauren and the crows. Um, so about half a year. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Um, so Sala, who's brought you to a stop, um, she looks up at you. She says, you were pulled in by not just an archfey, but like one of the archfey. And you left her for me? Do you remember how I mentioned that I, um... Well, you've been able to put together that I'm remembering some things. Yeah. Uh, I remember our time together in a library. Uh, You teaching me how to speak Wood Elf, and me teaching you Draconic. Uh, I remember us being the best of friends and I also uh, I have another memory as well I remember the night when you and I stopped being friends and I have all of the feelings associated with that as well and to say that that's confusing uh, is an understatement because I know that the feelings and the memories are mine. I don't understand. Why? Why now? Why? I mean, I... uh, I'm... I want to run across this square just skipping and and being excited, but at the same time, I'm fucking terrified, Chris. Why are you getting these back now? Why not before? 
why why did you leave an archway for me? This is Farinestra. Um, I'm gonna look around a bit. Am I noticing that there's any sort of one, I want to look around just to look around to see if anything's up. But also, would I notice anything going on that Fustrock and, and Noah have noticed? Perception check. Okay. Mid. Um, what did I get here? 16. So assuming that this is all happening at the same time as some of the other stuff, um, you would notice Noah talking to... Ren. You recognize him from okay. across the square. Um, and you do notice, uh, you see Jasper and leave Fustrak's side and start heading toward Magda and Gwyn. Okay. But you don't see anything out of place necessarily. Okay. Um, someone is following her. I'm just weighing things in my head to see if this makes sense. Um... You know what? Fuck it. Um, uh, I know exactly why they're coming back. And if it is something other than what I think, I don't give a damn. What? It's because I found you again. And it's because I love you. And I'm going to kiss her. <laughs> ah! Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just real excited for my girl. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, she she sort of freezes up, not expecting this. Um, and when you pull back, she you realize she's got a hold of your sleeve, and she's staring at you wide eyed with the most confused look. And, like, there's heartbreak there, but also excitement. And you're watching somebody have a minor emotional breakdown right in front of your face. And tears start to fill her eyes. I know there's things you remember that I don't. I can only hope that I can get those back. doing I'm falling in love with you again oh my god uh, I I can't I can't ask that of you though you don't know me yes I do no you don't you remember a couple of things I remember the important things. I see what happens to Gwyn's face when you come up in conversation. I hear the way that she talks about you. I may not remember all of the things that we did. 
I may never remember most of those things, and I don't care. What are you doing, care. Harris? I, I'm, I'm literally waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but she just, she stares at you, like, trying to wrap her head around all of this. And in, in a moment of, like, not being sure of herself, you see her look back at Gwen. Because that's what she does when she doesn't know what to do. Um, and you see Jasper has reached Gwen and Gwen is like leaned down to listen to him. Um, but, uh, Gwen notices Sala looking at her and glances at you and she steps forward to come up to you guys along with Jasper. Magda, are you with Gwen? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Jasper came up and just whispered something in Gwen's ear. Um, uh, but she takes your hand and she walks up to Sala and Christmas and she says, I, uh, is everything okay? We, um, we might have a problem. Where? And she sort of, she doesn't point, she nods her head toward Fustrock, and you can see Fustrock is uh, near the edge of the square, kind of almost patrolling around a certain area. Um, but Sala, Sala steps over to Gwen, and Gwen lets go of Magda's hand for a second to hug her, but Sala doesn't let go of your sleeve. Um... And Quinn pulls back and looks down at her. And uh, Magda, you'll recognize when she speaks to an arc to her and asks her, are you okay? Is everything okay? And Sala nods and says, I just have a lot to process. Um, and she pulls Christmas in with her and Gwen actually hugs you both at the same time. Um, but when Gwen pulls back, she says, Fustrock and Jasper spotted someone looking at us. Somebody up on the roof. I don't know about you guys, but the only people who perch on roofs are spies and snipers. Alright, well... Do we want to go say hi to them? Nope. Nope. I'm worried that it's someone we can't afford to say hi to. Um, we have, we've also been hurt today already, so it's not going to yeah. be good. Uh, Sala pulls back and she says, I can go. I don't know about that. I think we should just, we should try and lose them and then get to our spot. If it's, if it's one of them, we're probably not going to lose them. They know this city better than any of us. The only... Well, and she looks up at Gwen. She says, Maybe Gwen and I could lose them. I think separating is a bad idea. Listen, my entire thing is subterfuge and stealth and not being seen. You tell me what to do and I'll do it. I just need to know where 
the meeting point is. I have a couple places that might be safe, but where's, I would need... Where's Walter? Walter is still within the square, but he's on his own. He's sitting on a bench nearby. I'm going to get his attention. Just be like... Yeah. Um, he stands up and walks over um, and sort of comes into your little huddle that's happening. Uh, he says, uh, did anyone else see that? Yeah. That's what yes. we're talking about. Um, I recommend that we uh, make tracks, as they say. Yeah. Lead the way. We don't know where we're going, and we also... Hey, hey, hey! Uh, Be nice to her! Uh-oh. Good lord. She wanted to get on the cat tree, too, and Titan was just like, No! No! <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Walter... Uh, Walter glances around, and you see him... Uh, you see him reach into a pocket where you see a little spool of copper wire in his hand and he points toward each person who's separated from you guys and each of you guys here we're leaving join up with us but don't make it obvious is there a way that we can make a distraction as we leave or something um yes I do believe there is uh, start walking toward Lyrius. You'll want to head for the eastern side. I will catch up with you and show you where you're going. We're going to use a less obvious place. But uh, whatever you hear, don't turn around. Okay. Look up at Gwen and I'm like, all right, let's get the letter. Okay. Um, yeah. Do the rest of you gather up? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I also, Sala is not going off on her own. She is staying with our group. No, she's uh, still got a hold of you. Yeah. Um, I, I'm the furthest one away. Yep. So she, I assume that I heard what, what Walter said. Yeah, he yeah. messaged you. Okay. Um... And I assume I'm able to reply to that, like, in my head? Mm -hmm. Yep. Do you need a little bit of backup? Um, he'll message you back and say, As much as I would appreciate it, Mr. Wildborn, you are not the kind of backup I need for this particular thing. Leave it to me. Well... While we're leaving, I look at Christmas and I'm like, should we split up into pairs or should we try and, and stay together? I'm going to make our group a little bit smaller as we stay together. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you all sort of fall into step with each other uh, and meld into like crowds and whatnot as you go. It's not super crowded, but like you can sort of blend in. Uh and uh, Walter breaks off from you guys before you leave the square entirely. And uh, you see those of you with uh, anybody with 15 perception or higher, 
uh, you will see him slip into uh, an alleyway and you see him touch the brim of his hat and his entire outfit, his hair, everything about him changes. His skin color darkens. He just blends right in. He's got the hat. Yes, he does. Yeah. I am waiting Um, for a loud noise and then I'm going to do a thing. Yep. Uh, You guys probably get like a hundred feet away. Uh, and then you hear back in the square somebody yell and this very loud pop goes off um, and people around you guys like look back and you see this just burst of fire go up in the middle of the square and like not huge but big enough that everybody sees it. As soon is as... it like near the tree or is no, it like... No, not at all. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Like, <laughs> I'm so concerned. As soon as there's big fireball, yeah. uh, I am going to use a fourth level spell slot to cast invisibility on myself, Sala, and Gwyn. Okay. So the most recognizable of you... Yep. ...disappear. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh... Gwyn keeps a hold of Magda Magda's sleeve as you guys go so you know where she is. Um, and uh, yeah, Sala keeps hold of Christmas. I'm still here. Um, just keep walking. I know. I'm going to keep an eye out for anybody who looks like they're following us or watching us or peeking around corners. Make a perception Same. check. Everybody who wants to can make a perception yeah. check. Oh man, I'm rolling so good today. Nine. Yeah, Nine. I got an eight. I got a <laughs> seven. Jesus. Wow. Did Magda I get the highest? Roll? I'm Did lucky Magda I can roll? see my own fucking hands, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Magda rolled. Got a nine. What'd you roll? Oh, okay. Oh, nine. We both we got the same. Um, We're all very yeah. distracted by the fireball. Mm hmm. You don't see anything. Mm. Uh, that uh, was me rolling for Gwen and Jasper. Okay. Oh, wait. Sala. That bodes well. Yeah. Okay. Nope. You guys don't notice anything out of place. Um, there is like a little more of a, a rush as people are like, oh shit, something's happening. And some people go toward the thing and other people are like, no, and go away. Yeah. And yeah, you know, typical white people stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, Run towards the danger. Yeah. yeah. You guys uh, get out of the Obsidian Ward heading toward Lirius. And I will bring us to a close shortly, but... Um, Tristan still yeah. needs to show up. We can't. We can't end yeah. yet. <laughs> well, if that yeah. happened, we would be playing a double session, and nobody agreed to that. So no. Um, you guys head up the uh, the main road between East Tap and West Tap, all the way uh, near the uh, council's chambers that sit at the center of the city um, in this like citadel, uh, and you get into Lyrius, uh, which is mostly a richer, like noble neighborhood. Um, and uh, as you get into it, uh, Christmas, how long does your invisibility last? An hour. So Constantus is a big city. It's going to take you a good long time to get to Lyrius. Um, I mean, it, it probably... 
if if it's gonna end, honestly, like the main thing was just to make our group yeah. way less conspicuous in the immediate yeah. aftermath. So I if it is more than an um, hour, I'll let it I'll let it go out after that. Yeah. It'll probably run out by the time you get to the city center. Um, if not before, but it'll be well away from Obsidia. Um okay. but you guys get into Lyrius and uh as soon as you're like thoroughly into the area and you're all fairly confident no one is following you um sala still holding on to christmas she's got like her arm link linked with his um she turns and looks at all of you and she says where are you guys headed i might know where we're going uh i believe walter is supposed to be taking us there right but where what did he say he was taking you he didn't he just said somewhere different than okay. where we were gonna go well i can at least get you to central lyrius i kind of know the area um and she sort of takes the lead as you guys head northward um you pass the uh, the walls of the central citadel and as you get just below where lyrius is labeled on the map um Jasper would point out, because I believe he's got the highest perception out of all, all of you other than Sala, um, Jasper would like tug on Fustrock's pant leg and sort of nod as you see uh, a man in dark grays and uh, little like splashes of color, very uh, common Constanian wear with Walter's hat. Uh, fall into step with you guys just behind you all right um glad to see you uh jasper um that startled me i almost i almost punched walter um i'm glad i didn't (laughs) yeah um but uh he falls into step with the group and slowly sort of overtakes you guys uh to get up to the front like he's not he's not clearly like making eye contact with any of you he's acting like he's a separate like person um and he takes to the front of the group and takes the lead um you guys soon turn onto a street that is lined with larger sort of estate houses that have like uh, large green areas around them. Um, but uh, it's pretty easy to tell where you're going because the biggest one is uh, sort of dominates the space and has like outbuildings on its estate and all that. Um, you see uh, this uh, brick walled in area uh, around a large sort of manor. Um, and it has the veneer arms logo, actually a shield on the gates out front. Um, and, uh, Walter leads you guys up to it and you see him reach into his pocket and he pulls out a key and actually unlocks the gate. Uh, you hear the sound like, those of you who are familiar, more familiar with electricity, you've heard things shut off and that sort of sound as the electricity drains out. You hear that happen with the gate um, as he pushes it open and he motions for you guys to step in. 
to the uh, estate grounds. Yeah. You guys uh, head up toward the manor itself, but um, Walter turns you guys off the main path away from the house and takes you toward uh, a ring of outbuildings that you can see was probably designed after Courage Manor. It's a very similar setup. It's like a ring of houses around like a central uh, like communal area. And uh, he takes you up to one of these guest houses and unlocks the door. And as you all step past him, he sort of scans over each of you like he's making sure one everybody gets in and two like there's nothing off about any of you because he was separated from you for a moment yeah. end up inside a uh, a beautiful uh small guest house probably suited for like two or three people has a small dining room and kitchen and like a study or parlor area on the bottom floor. And then there is uh, a set of stairs going up to a second floor where the bedrooms are. Um, as soon as you get in, Walter shuts the door behind you guys. Um, and you see him reach into his, uh, his coat and he pulls out a spool of silver thread and he puts uh, one end of it around the doorknob and he starts circling the room, running it over all of the windows. Um, and once he's done that, he turns to all of you and says, all right, I think we're okay. No one, no one split off. No one disappeared for too long. No one's acting strange. Yes. I think we're all good pretty sure all right there a uh, back door to this place there is but uh i've he he ran the silver school over it as well um he says i will run this over the windows upstairs as well nobody leaves without telling me and if this if any window or door opens for any reason Kill first, ask questions later. Man after my own heart. All right. I think I know who was following us. Who? And he looks at, uh, he looks at Sala. He says, there is, uh, a crow following us. A male half-orc. Ah, oh, shit. Yes. Who? Which one and is that? Sala looks at Christmas. She says, it's Tommy. Yeah. Mm. He's the one that outed us to Tristan. Oh, that bitch. Okay. <laughs> and if Tane's around, that means Irahim is around too. Yep. Other than Ross, they were the best assassins we had. Uh-oh. Uh, and Walter goes up the stairs to lock down the windows. Well, get comfy, oh. folks. Yeah. Uh, Walter gets a couple steps up, and then he looks down. He says, uh, Mr. Jasper, come with me. I think it would be better if I didn't go alone, just in case. And oh, Jasper, I was just going to offer to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jasper like grabs your hand and like pulls you along, too. 
Um, yeah. But Jasper scampers up the steps first because he's the stealthy one and he starts like checking rooms and whatnot. Um, Sala just turns into like Christmas's arms and just hugs him as tightly as she can uh, while Gwen has an arm around Magda. I, uh, I think um, I think the disguises didn't exactly work out, nope. unfortunately. That might be my fault. I got a little... Well. I did Honestly, something that may have given us away. What? what did you do? Never mind. I didn't do anything that would have given us away. What? Was it the thing? Was it getting the the stuff at the bakery? Was that it? No. Um... <laughs> I'd let my emotions get the better of me, and I should have just played it casually, and instead I'd... Um, yeah. Oh, you got fresh and nasty. <laughs> Sala, um, who is still holding on to Christmas... I told you Christmas, no funny business. Sala looks at you guys and says, no, it, it was me. I've been here longer than you guys have, and they probably found me, and they've been waiting for you guys to show up. There's no way Tristan doesn't know you guys were coming. Yeah. So if he found me, he'd find you. It's just like last time. Yeah, but things are going to go a little bit different this time. Are they? Yep. Yeah, we're all going to die. Okay. Thanks, Noah. I appreciate it. Oh, you know, anytime. (laughs) Also, Um, speaking of that, um, should I trap the, like, doors and windows or something? I mean, it wouldn't be a bad idea. This is how what's we all a, die. Yeah. Uh, what's preferably, the... <laughs> preferably with something that won't kill us, though. Yeah. No, I know. Um, what? What is uh, this? These people's normal way of breaking into a building? Do they come through a window? They go they... through a door. It depends. They have different styles. Um, okay. Tane is Tane is really good at the typical break-in stuff. Irahim is good at getting in in ways that don't require him to leave a trace. Mm. So, like, if someone walked outside, he would come ah. back in as them. Gotcha. Um, he, um... Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna start building a trap okay. for the front door. What does it do? Um, that's a good question. I've got lots of parts. Let me let me look here. I have um, a make bunch, a happy birthday trap. I have a bunch of shit that I'm gonna help. I'm gonna help Noah with this because I have got yeah. all sorts of things that would help. I oh, have, you know what'd be really good? I have lots of like clockwork stuff. And a lots of ball bearings and black powder. Can I set something up so, like, when somebody opens the front door, it shoots them with like birdshot, basically? Uh, do you That's have a anything? Riot control mine. <laughs> uh, I would say so. There's a couple options here. One is to actually rig a gun to shoot. There you go. Um, 
Second would be that you would need to figure out, like, you'd need to source a pipe to hold on to, like, grape shot, which is what ball bearings are. Mm-hmm. Um, which would also work, but it would require a lot more finagling, whereas just setting up a gun would not be hard. Does anybody have an extra gun? Oh, food, no, uh, Christmas gave me his gun. I gave yeah. you a gun. You have yeah. a Molinarch and a Veneer Ace. That's right. Um, I'll set up the, the Molinarch one. Okay. So and I'm going to put an incendiary bullet in it. Nice. Uh, make me a. Oh, no. T- I take that back. I'm going to put my last Aconite bullet in it. Cool. Uh, go ahead and make me a Tinker's Tools check. I would say okay. with advantage because oh, yeah, well, I feel like no one knows what he's doing. There's no way I'm going to fail this roll. Now that I say that, it's going to go poorly. <laughs> yeah. Higher I, no. <laughs> I would like to assist him with this because I have recently figured out how he to use my Tinker's Tools. He already has advantage. Okay. Yeah. I already have advantage and a plus 13. Okay. I'm gonna, cast gui- I'm gonna cast guidance on myself. Rolls okay. two ones. Nope. Uh, that's gonna be a that thirty-three. A thirty-three. Jesus. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh. So what you end up doing is uh looking around this house. Uh, you can source a couple things from in here. Um. And uh, being that you are a person who, like, tinkers and works on things, I assume you just own a small vice clamp. Um, And so what you end up doing is you take this vice clamp, you attach it to uh, the table that's close to the entryway, you put your gun in it, and you rig up a small pulley system that is basically a Kevin McAllister. If the door opens, it shoots. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's a Kevin special. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is knowing that your pursuers are of similar size to like Magda or Chris, um, you aim it, uh, do you aim it at like chest level? Do you aim it at head level? I'm going to aim it at chest level because okay. I'm not, my goal is to get like the biggest target possible. Yeah. Okay. It's not That's what to, I yeah, this isn't to cause damage. This is to incapacitate them yep yep you you rig that up and uh by the time uh walter fustrock and jasper finish sort of clearing the upper floor uh you have a a kevin special which is what mm-hmm. i'm going to refer to this as from <laughs> now on uh you have that rigged up in the entry maybe i should call it a fallout special because that's a lot Hell that appears yeah. a lot in the game yeah it does kevin uh, would be more like a paint bucket swinging at your head yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll call it a fallout special. I do let everybody know that it's there and mm-hmm. to not open the front door without like consulting. Yep. Uh, but as as Walter rejoins, um, he pulls the hat off, which puts him back in his normal clothes and everything. He says, Well, we are a bit stuck for a moment, but we at least have a secure place mostly I can't account for you know teleportation or anything like that Uh, but what I can do if we need uh, 
if we need to discuss things that should not be heard aloud, I do have a couple spells on standby that can help with that. Otherwise, I suggest if you have anything particularly sensitive to discuss, you write it. That way it can't be heard. Uh, so what... What are we doing? Well... We came here to save Noah's mom. <laughs> that is still the plan. Um, Sala will actually pipe up and she, she reaches out, she puts a hand on Noah's shoulder and she says, I know where she is as of a week ago. Okay. That'll I don't, make it easier. I, I can't guarantee if she's still there, but I know where she was. No, that's a good place to start. We, we need to do this quickly or they will move her if they haven't started to already. We also can't get comfortable here. No. No. At all. We need we need to get in and then as soon as we have her get back. We'll um, Honestly, if we can uh if we have Walter with us and he can teleport us out. Yeah. I can level the place behind us. Okay. That works. Yeah, but we Walter don't even have to face requires, anybody. Uh, Walter requires a circle. You'd have no. to draw it out. We've first. already we've already established this, haven't we? What he he has to draw it. Cause, well, how did we get out? He drew the circle. Oh no, we were on he the did draw the circle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Never he can mind. I was he can prep about... the circle while I prep the the bomb, <laughs> and then then we can pour it out. <laughs> Sala, how, lo Sala. how long does that take for him to draw up a circle? Uh, for telling, I think one minute. Uh, casting oh, it really? as it requires. Hold on. Um, according to D and D Beyond, it's an action. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. pre what you guys are thinking of is ritual no casting. Way. Um, yeah, but if he if he has to draw a circle, that's going to take time. It's not going to take six seconds. Technically, he doesn't need he was, to. He was casting it as a ritual cast, yeah. so it takes him ten minutes when he does that. It's a if he casts spell. it as ah. an action, then you guys just go. But you okay. all have to be right there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, that works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Walter... Uh, also looks at uh, at a uh, Christmas and says, "By the way, I think I think I may have an idea for something that could help us along our way." Because, and he looks at Sala. He says, "I don't mean to be offensive, but I'm almost certain that Sala is the reason they know where we are." Mm -hmm. They're tracking her. I think I may be able to talk Leon into lending me an amulet that he has that can shield mm. her from their sight. 
That would be helpful. That would make things immensely easier on very many levels. I can... I'll send a message to him to ask, but I can't guarantee. He, uh... He has a lot of enemies out there, and he may not be willing to give it up. Well, it's a good thing we made a good, uh, first impression on him. I don't know if I'd call that a good first impression. Well... Adequate? It it could have mm-hmm. gone worse. <laughs> <sighs> well, uh, everyone, uh, come up with your ways of confirming each other's identities now, because we have people out there who are going to try to take our places if they can. If I understand how the crows work. Um, and, uh, Sala, uh, she looks at all of you and she says, and if at any point, like, someone needs to disappear or I need to leave for people's safety, just let me know. I can hide people. I can get lost myself. Whatever needs to be done. But as long as they're not right on our heels, we should be okay. I don't think Tane would have followed us here. I imagine he's watching, but he's not right outside. Also, um, while we're here and while we have at least a few minutes, you and I do need to have a private conversation. I know. Oh, we know. Been a while. Not the time. It's um it's really nice to see all of you again though. We do need like, to stop meeting like this. <laughs> Don't make me laugh or I will cry. Um it, it genuinely it's it's good to see everybody's still here. Not could, just Chris. Could be worse. You could have met us yesterday morning. That was that was a lot worse. It was a lot worse. Uh, We're not even going to get into it. Oh, you know. In a long few days. It's been a long day. I mean... It's been a long... Long... Ten years. You know one of those days that just seems to run in real time? (laughs) It's been like one of those... (laughs) I know exactly what you mean. Except we um, did, like, part of the day, and then we we went back in time, and now we have to do more of the day, because we gained, what, yeah. six hours? Yeah. yeah. God. Yeah. Place your uh, bets on how long this day is going to take in the amount of sessions. Well, well we're, we're planning on taking, like, a long rest before we go and, and do stuff, so I'm assuming we'll, like... Make plan sure. and then tomorrow morning go out. Yeah, I'm sure plans are really sure. going to be something that helps us. Yeah, we, yeah. I'm totally just saying we totally have 24. Most of us have been like had a third of their health taken out, so I think so, a merciful god just would just be nice. fun. Fun fact, by the way, um, Turin uh, 22nd, if we 
take it in real time lasted 12 hours because it was three sessions <laughs> we bold of you to assume we only play yeah. for four hours every session yeah well i i try um but uh yeah as you guys uh settle in um walter will like show you guys around show you where things are warn you where like his alarm thing is um i tell everybody the, about the gun of course it, the gun is obvious they can see it that's uh, obvious from the inside obvious from the inside it is not generally visible from the outside i but, rolled a um, 33 he's gonna have a hard time seeing slash disengaging that one uh gwen uh once you guys are kind of familiar with your surroundings you do know there is a uh a cellar here that like a wine cellar um there's no separate entrances other than there's a front door and a back door but there's no like cellar door um gwen suggests to you guys um i think that for safety's sake people should sleep where there are the fewest windows so even though I know a cellar is not ideal, we can like pull mattresses down into the basement. Um, I do think we should have more than one person keeping an eye out, somebody on the ground floor, someone on the upper floor. And I think we should, uh, I don't think anybody should be doing, and she kind of glances at Noah. She says, I don't think anybody should do, be doing any projects while they're on watch, no distractions. Hmm. But I think we noted. <laughs> I think we take a moment to feel secure here. We talk about plans. We get a good rest, and maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, we go after Christine. Yeah. Um, and uh, Sala. Uh, pipes up. She says, and um, I I think maybe well, Jasper's the only one that I think could really keep up with me. I think he and I should go out before all of you tomorrow and sort of get an idea of the lay of the land where we're headed. And then we'll rejoin you while you're on your way there. Uh, yes, the two characters that will hurt the most if they die, going off on their own. Yeah. Ugh. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. And yeah, Jas Jasper nods. He's like, yep, okay. Cool. Everybody and rest. Yeah. Uh, let's... Uh, Let's call that a session. That seems like a good point to say. So, for next time, this is important if we're getting into the crow's hideout stuff. Uh, your background character, your backup character. Have a backup character ready. Uh, because I actually have an idea how to get you right back into the game if you want to, if somebody dies. Um, Crow as the Wiccan? No. Uh, yeah, have, have your backup characters ready. Uh, genuinely do, like, discuss 
stuff because we're not going to spend i i feel like it would be better if we don't spend a ton of time discussing in game what you guys are going to do because we've had a lot of sessions of just discussing shit in game so come up with an idea of sort of your plan of attack um sala can answer questions for you um walter can answer questions for you about constanos um but uh and then when we come back next next time uh because we're gonna pre-record this next one i believe because somebody Mm -hmm. has something to do next weekend Mm -hmm. um we will lay the plan in stone when we get into the session and then we'll actually do it instead of spending a ton of time discussing uh because i feel like we need a little little jazz a little sparkle a little a little uh conflict plan go in guns blazing yes yep they'll never expect it they yeah, actually they wouldn't never. they, they wouldn't. actually <laughs> wouldn't um but yeah like i said if you have if you have questions for the npcs you can ask them in chat and i'll answer as them but uh anyway until next time uh let me let me grab my outro shit uh thank you everybody for joining us for what I thought was really fun and exciting episode. Like, I know it was a lot of talking, but I was really, really happy with it. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at at Lauren ADV Co. We also have a link tree. It should be on screen. It should be in any description. It should be on the podcast. It should be anywhere that you're listening or watching. Uh, that links to all of our stuff, uh, including the things these guys are about to talk about. Um, and our Redbubble shop. Go buy a design. Support the stream because they're cool. They were made by us. Um, the I highly recommend the sheep that says fuck. Mm-hmm. So um, we are also we are working on a novel version of Campaign One, the Sleeper Campaign, which we are hoping to have out in June. Um, Like I said, we will be pre-recording next session. Not that that's going to affect any watchers or listeners. um, But we will still be streaming it on uh, next Saturday. Uh, Ash. Hello. Hi. Hi. My name is Astrid Knight. You can find me basically everywhere at Astrid K. Writes or on my website, astridknight.com. I'm writing a book. It's called Perception Check, book one of the Mages of Valmira Saga. Uh, and it's going to be going on pre-order on March 18th. Ooh, coming out on May. Yeah, it is. Uh, oh, I yeah. moved it up. Uh, so coming out on uh, May 24th, but I'm putting up pre-orders on March, 18- March 18th. So you can pre-order that, and uh, I'll even have stuff on my website if you want to get a signed copy. Uh, you could put, you could order a signed copy, and then you'll also get some fun stickers designed by uh, Harris's beautiful wife, Elena. And she they're really so cool. The she is, uh, and they're really cool stickers. And you'll also get a D twenty as well. So yeah. Nice. Wait, that's with a pre-order? Yeah, you'll get Hell the yeah. I just ordered like a big sack of D20s. <laughs> and then yeah. What's funny then, is uh, you probably bought that and it made a minuscule impact in the number of dice you actually own. 
Yeah, no, I have more dice than that. Yeah, because there were like 20 d20s or something like that. Gotcha, so an additional 1% of your stock you already have. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. The end. Uh, (laughs) Blake. Cool. Um... My name is Blake Carwolf. You can find me at BlakeCarwolf.com. B-L-A-K-E-R-W-O-L-F-E. I write fantasy books. I've got a series out called The Crystalline Chronicles, which is complete. There's five books in that that you can read if you want. Um, There's a trilogy that I'm working on called The Tales of Bermoria. Book one is out in that. Book two is in production right now. I just hit the halfway mark yesterday. And then uh, I've just released another book Shit, I just released another book last week, like yeah. three days ago. What? I just released you the did? second yeah, I just released the second book in the Bonestone and Wood series, uh Arbitrium. Oh yeah, God. so that was my tenth book out so far. Um yeah. Shit. Oh no, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yep. No, I know. It's out. <laughs> yeah. No, I know sorry. I just like I just remember. You're right. You did release a book, you're right. Um, I forgot, and then I was like, "Oh wait, okay. you do I mean, talk it's about a that. safe assumption every two weeks or so." That's way too fast. I can't write that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the that's how James Bonestone Patterson and... does it. Yeah, but yeah. he has ghost he hires people. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, the Bonestone and Wood series is uh, epic fantasy series as well. So I don't know how long it's going to be, but it'll be at least four books probably. Um, yeah, so I guess if you like D and D and being gay, like that's that's where it's at. Yep. Yep, I signed it. Okay, <laughs> someone else. Gail. Hi. Hello. My name's Zach. You can find me on Twitter at Zachary G Author. Uh, I write horror stories, uh, mostly short fiction. I have a book coming out in October uh, called Some Empty Houses Might Really Be Haunted. It's being edited currently by the wonderful uh, DM Taylor, uh, who is is doing a phenomenal job of it. Uh, Like, the stories are so much better post-editing. Thank you for the compliment. (laughs) Thank, thank you for accepting the compliment. <laughs> Your eyes were dead when you said that. I know, I it was wonderful. Yeah, my teeny um, tiny eyes. Uh, uh, See, so yeah, that comes out in October. Um, I already plugged the Twitter and said the name of the book. My wife has a red bubble, leanydraws.com. Uh, L-E-N-I-E draws.com Taylor has some of her stickers uh, and my wife is awesome and I actually got back from break early because she wasn't here distracting me with her beauty so one's uh, missing where did it go? what do you mean one's missing? Oh, no. <laughs> the, 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 uh, the purple moth guy yeah the moth man's missing oh no Uh-oh. I always called that one Glomer and she hated it Glomer pile. Sometimes she's like, what should I name this one? And and I'm like, you should name it this. And she's like, I hate it. And I'm like, that's (laughs) fair. (laughs) Yeah, that's me. I'm done. Cool. Coop, do you have anything fun for us? Whale facts. (laughs) 
Hi guys. Why does that have to be whale facts? I because don't have a whale whales. fact today. My uh, name is Zach. Uh, <laughs> my Twitter is over there. Uh, it's my real account, not my burner account, uh, which means it has like nothing on it. Uh, mm-hmm. I run the stream, and today we're coming at you in slightly more high definition than normal uh, because Woo. that's a thing that I discovered. So that's if before you were like, man, why are these people blurry? Um, we're not. That I just needed. That was just. I fixed it. Hey, have you ever wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons online? Um, hashtag not a sponsor. Uh, yes, have I you? have. But um, <laughs> you when you when you, when you play with Roll Twenty. <laughs> when you did you ever you think um, you thought you know it's you... like too bright and Is shit. Is there an opposite like, of Sam oh, Regal? Man, I wish that my screen. <laughs> wasn't so bright all the time. This is wasting so much energy. Well, Roll20 has this cool new dark mode feature that you can use to make it uh, Also uh, not new. And uh, no. save energy. <laughs> um, it's new within the last few weeks. Uh, yeah, dark mode is new. Yeah, yeah I dark, have it on. Dark mode is new. I've been using dark mode for months. On Roll20? Oh, I was thinking d and No. Shameful. Anyway... If you're gonna critique my advertisements, at least listen to them. Hashtag we're not, being not paid. an advertisement because we're not getting paid for this. But anyway, Roll Twenty has a new dark oh mode. If you like to play online, Roll Twenty is a great way to do it because it's mostly free. Anyway, uh, mm-hmm. can't make this clear enough. Not a. We sponsor. also have to say something bad about them. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> please don't uh. stop. Uh, that's <laughs> me and. Um, this is not brought to you by Dark Mode by Roll20. Taylor, it's your turn. That was a train wreck, Coop. It, that really was. Basically, the Dark Mode and not, no other feature. Hey, I have found my niche in this group, okay? I don't write To books. advertise shit we're not getting I just paid for? advertise shit poorly uh, until they mm. pay me to do good advertisements. It, no, you it's mean until they pay you to stop. It's yeah. like the yeah. Or they bill you for the damage. <laughs> You gotta have fun facts ready for us, like, 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 uh... I had a whale fact last time. Yeah, but, yeah. like, other fun facts. Okay, like, whale you know facts blue help, whales are not help actually fight blue. climate change. There you go. Or whales you could okay. just, like, pick up a new hobby that you would like to monetize in the future. Well, and then, you know and what? And then advertise it, like that us. Is, um, and be sad and miserable. That's a choice. Uh, whales have of, a vacuum. Anyway, Taylor, go. <laughs> I Y. This family. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome. Good morning. I'm learning Norsk. If you can't tell, uh, you can find me on Twitter at T A. I Y. Beef noodles. <laughs> T-A-I-Y-O. Are they noodles made out of beef? I don't know. T A no no no. Um, T A I Y L O R W A L L A C E. Make sure you misspell Taylor, or you will never find me. Um, you can also find me on Sonder underscore editing or sonderediting.com because I am indeed an editor. Uh, I like I said, I'm 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 currently learning Norsk. And um, I can introduce myself, and that's about it. I can also figure out how to sing in Norsk. 
which is fun. I don't know what I'm saying when I do it, but I can do it because I know how the sounds work. I learned how to sing Once Upon a December in Norse. Ah, cute. It is really nice, actually. <laughs> um, but anyway. That sounded so unenthusiastic. Just yeah. like, no, I ah, meant cute. it. <laughs> I meant it. That is cute. Thanks, Ash. You know. I, it is! I'm not! You know, just you know, just Aww, country, cute. There a go. country and yeah, that's better. really condescending. A country <laughs> who, that I really like and like they have a cool culture and they're super like nice to their people and you know, they have a beautiful language and you're just like, ah, oh, cute. Yeah. Hey, the, I the love the, the Norwegian God. people. <laughs> The way that we oh have jumped God. around so much in the last ten minutes makes me think we all have dementia. If we, <laughs> we all, if do. we <laughs> cut non-topical conversation from this stream, every episode would be an hour long. Possibly. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Anyway, um, yeah, I am currently working on editing uh, Gale stuff, and uh, that okay. I think the current plan for that is October. So. Right? Yeah, that's that's when it releases. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, if you are a writer or you took part in NaNoWriMo or, you know, you just want to publish something or whatever, uh, let me know because I work with new writers and shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh... You can catch us next Saturday 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh and uh catch us live on twitch you can also catch vods and podcasts which are posted the wednesdays after the session um usually before noon um noon eastern uh we are on youtube spotify and some other podcast platforms sports stream because it's good do it it good it's cool to support the stream yeah don't you want to be a cool kid? My God, what is this? A '90s commercial? <laughs> yes. Uh, if it was a '90s commercial, there would be chimpanzees okay. throwing oranges at people. That's true. Thank you for joining us. The kick in the class. We're leaving now. <laughs> Get us the fuck Don't out of here! Don't tell me what to do. I'm God here. Uh, no, you Just not. kidding. Anyway, <laughs> I am. Oh, bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.